Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Our country vowed to never forget 21 years ago, but those words require action. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has over 80 runs, walks, and climbs across America every year, plus dozens of more golf outings and barbecues you can be part of. There are so many ways that you can take action. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Ball sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, and with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Edward Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? So, for those of you that are probably wondering, because you guys listen to Unhinged FC during this week, um. Well, Edward is alive. Yes, I am alive. <laughs> I I was very much. I basically I, I think I slept through a lot of different things that happened. I honestly thought I, I had just taken a small five minute nap when I come to realize that a five minute nap, nap turned into what six hours. Yeah, six hours. Yeah. But I mean, aside from the fact that you guys now realize that Edward's alive, um, you're probably realizing that you're listening to us on the Friday. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So, yes, that is correct. We actually changed our time slot. Um, not Nothing nothing bad or anything like that. We just wanted to uh, give our boy Spencer more time than he needs to go ahead and edit. Not saying that he doesn't do a great job as it is, but I'm sure he'll do an even better job with more time and letting him be able to sleep. Because, I mean, a, a well-rested Spencer is a great Spencer. He's a happy Spencer. Yep. So <laughs> we have to always take care of our Chick-fil-A player of the year. But an opportunity uh, appeared, uh, I guess, appeared itself, presented itself. There you go. An opportunity presented itself where we could actually have made a time slot change with Unhinged Sports. And uh, yeah, we just went for it. And so now you guys will be listening to us on Fridays at 11 a.m. Central Time. Still same time slot, just different day. Um, And then obviously, if you guys don't catch this on Unhinged Sports, which one, shame on you. Um, But two, obviously, you can hear us immediately after on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, whatever, whatever you, you, you choose to listen to podcasts on. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's a, some little housekeeping rules, but but yeah, man. So episode twenty eight. Um, I guess you could say like Cristiano Ronaldo's own number back in sporting. Oh, you're right. You're right. 
Can't think of under Daniel twenty eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the young Ronaldo before before um, Sir Alex Ferguson chewed his gum and stared upon him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess we, it's a, it's a good way to name it off. I mean, we are starting off with uh, something that has to involve Cristiano Ronaldo. No, I, guess, I guess I mean there is going to be plenty of Ronaldo talking this this episode. Weirdly mm-hmm. enough, so uh, I think we talk more about Ronaldo than we did on episode seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> you mentioned it. Shit, damn. A number that he was very reluctant to wear. Now he has to rock it now, which is kind of weird. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, but yeah, man, you know, so, so that's interesting, man. So, um, what's, what's been new with you? With me? Well. No, nothing much really. Just working like always, and, and just taking care of the kids. That's mm-hmm. about it. I um I have been, however, I've been honest. Uh, so I forgot my stream password for my Twitch. But, Fantastic. But I mean, it's not I was, like you have a Twitch thing, anything going on in Twitch. Where it involves with this show. <laughs> I know that's what I have to say. Um, so I don't know, man. Should, I should, should insert name FC create a Twitch account? Hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, we could actually hold the tournament. Remember what we were talking about? Yeah, but I mean, uh, I mean, I feel like if, if I was uh, and maybe if we started Twitch channel, one, we need to actually be very active on it. It's not something that we could just be popping up every once in a while. It just like has to be something where yeah. we stick with it. Uh, maybe, maybe down the road, we're, we'll, it's, it's something that we may may like take a look again, but it, it, yeah, Twitch channel just is there's a lot of work with it. Yeah. Twitch. Yeah, it, at yeah, least if you want to be successful yeah, on Twitch, if you want to if you want to climb up the ranks. Yeah, you mean, do I mean, we're not gonna we're not here trying to be ninja or anything like that. Yeah. But I mean, just uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like if that's if that's something that we we actually have more time available for ourselves. I mean, it'd be an interesting thing to have, like to have like a watch along, like if we did, like because I mean, you don't have to you have Twitch to watch, you know, play video games. You can even do it to like, you know, we could have us react to matches and shit like that. Gasp, you know? Yeah. And stuff like that. Watch me, watch me go through a, a, a roller coaster of emotions when Arsenal plays. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he goes in a freaking... Which is funny, I actually did watch the Arsenal-Tottenham game completely at work once again because I was in the back room. I think, I think I saw something about fuck this, fuck that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like that. I, I have started a new tradition where I have to Go above and beyond, and and let the team that I'm going that my team's going up against let them know fuck them. So, right. so that might be a thing now. That might be. I a mean, thing. I, we won, so clearly I must start this 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 new streak. Right. Okay. I got it. I got it. Big game zone. Like it has to be derbies. Yeah. That oh, only derbies. So I mean, well, in April. So Chelsea. It when when Chelsea. Uh. Well, I was gonna also mention that the the classic goes in April. So, I oh, mean, okay. First week in April. First weekend in April, I believe. Actually, April seventh. I think is actually mm-hmm. the. I could be wrong, and as as I'm saying this right now, probably somebody's probably calling me a fucking moron. But who cares? Um, but yeah, so we do have an episode. We gotta gotta get through it. Um, so obviously, as always, headlines. We're gonna preview some matches. We're gonna announce our players of the week. Um, obviously, give you guys a preview of some very good matchups uh, that are coming up this weekend. And uh, wrap things up with a three up, three down. That it's kind of could be good, could be not. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not going to involve me get yelling at Edward for <laughs> for not liking In and Out. <laughs> yeah, he's still a fucking moron for it. But oh, here we but go. yeah. So all right. So before we get to, to all the nitty and gritty and all that shit, um, we're gonna go ahead and take a break. I know, I know. 
And now you want to hear Hector's soothing voice in your ears. But don't or, worry. Or Edwards. Or Edwards. Phoenix? Phoenix. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't forget that, Edward. <laughs> it was my really squeaky. I start laugh every time when I hear the fanatics. I was like, fanatics? <laughs> I was just, I was trying to go overly hyped on that one. I mean, that's what Spencer asked for. So, I mean, you, you, you did your part. <laughs> it's just, that's it's, not even my voice. Just, that's, the, that's the other thing. I too. changed completely. Like, it doesn't even sound Anyways, like anyway, so we're going to go to an ad and then we'll get going with the show. So, um, go ahead and. Bro, where did you get that sick jersey? What, this thing? I got it at Fanatics. Fanatics? Yeah, Fanatics. It is a one-stop shop of all things sports. They sell jerseys, hats, shirts, jackets, and much more. You can go to our bio on Instagram and Twitter at insertnamefc. You'll see our link tree to Fanatics. When you go shop on that link, you will not only be getting some fresh gear, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to go start shopping now. No, that's... I just thought that was really funny. And you get on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a little pistol pointing thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird though, because he's like, it's like at an weird angle. Like, like, it's like he's missing where he's. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to curve the yeah. ball like a monster or something? Apparently I am. Yeah. Anyways. Um, all right. So the first headline is. Okay, by the way, we're going into headlines. <laughs> the first headline. <laughs> If you guys didn't realize when they were distracting us, but it is yearly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So our first headline is John Ronaldo is, uh, I guess not, not stating, but I guess reassuring his commitment to Juventus. Oh yeah. I saw that. So he, so obviously with the exit from Porto. Wow. We were off on that one. On yeah. I really, I Damn it, I should just call it the opposite way at this point. Uh, nah. Well, if you did that, then you would believe Sevilla would be winning. Oh, God, yeah. But anyways, um, but yeah, so after another early exit, I guess you could say for Juventus, since Cristiano Ronaldo has uh, came into Turin, um, you know, there's a lot of people kind of wondering if Cristiano Ronaldo was a waste. Um, we did have that debate last week where, we're, where we kind of said that if the Cristiano Ronaldo Juventus experiment is a failure. Um, actually, some people did respond on on Instagram from that post. Um, and if you guys haven't, uh, follow us on Instagram at InsertNameFC and of course Twitter as well at InsertNameFC. Um, but yes, some people mixed reviews. Some people say yes. Some people say no. Um, okay, somebody actually said that the pandemic was kind of an excuse. I mean, I get it that yes, the pandemic definitely caused some change for for the Champions League at least last year. But it's still you're still having since Ronaldo's came in, Juventus has had early exits. Yeah. Um in the Champions League. And I mean this is a team that like I said, you're not bringing Ronaldo to win Serie A. Like that's you not already do it. You so. already do that on the regular anyway. And you're kind of struggling at doing that right now. But you brought Ronaldo in to win the Champions League. I mean, obviously, Ronaldo has been a proven player in the Champions League, has won. Basically, everywhere he's gone, from Manchester United to Real Madrid, has won Champions League. And um, so you were expecting that was the move to do for, for Juventus because that's what they were kind of missing. They were missing on that player that can help them reach that Champions League trophy. 
and they haven't gotten even close. Yeah, since game Ronaldo. So, um, there has been some frustrations in as far as Juventus. You had like a former president of, of Juventus saying that they need to move on from Ronaldo. Um, there's now rumors going around that Juventus has now put a price uh, for Ronaldo, which I believe I've seen some reports that say 25 million. I've seen other reports that say 35 million. Um, basically, that's the starting price that they're willing to um, put up for Cristiano Ronaldo. Now there's rumors that Real Madrid are, uh, that Ronaldo's agent has been talking to Real Madrid about a possible return. Um, you, old Gunner is putting <laughs> is putting uh, his wish list together. Is putting Ronaldo on his wish list, and and weirdly enough, there is rumors about PSG, which is not from my word. <laughs> it's actually like. Some rumors that PSG, legit, it's a legit one. The, the super, the super team rumors are actually a thing. It's not necessarily Edward just saying it out of his ass. Like he's actually like there's <laughs> there's some rumors around. Take it for what you want. I don't know what the sources are, but you know, on God, I don't know what the sources are, but or Cap. I mean, whatever you want to say, but there's some rumors that PSG's gonna. Why not? I mean, at this point, let's just say PSG is Thanos and Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo are are some of the Infinity Stones. Um, and maybe Gea is another one. Um, you, got, you got Neymar, Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos. So let, let's let's just say that let's say Mbappe, <laughs> Neymar. Damn. Well, like <laughs> I said, I mean, my thing is the, the the thing is to get rid of Mbappe, and then you bring in Cristiano and Messi and Ramos, and I guess with speculations going on about the Gea. So you know, then it's so hatred, man. And, and I'm not saying this. Is, you know, the head isn't a good goalkeeper. I mean, if there's a, a good opportunity, you might be able to, to get, you know, get him for a lot less. Because, I mean, it's not like Manchester United can really demand much. And maybe the, Manchester United is in a situation where they just need to get rid of the head so they can give their guy, Dean Henderson, the starts that he needs. Um, so, I mean, it's not, it's kind of like a good situation for any club that they go out and try to get David De Gea. Um, might suck for David De Gea, but that's, we're only talking about the transfer. The transfer cost. We're not talking about his wages. So that, as far as for the clubs, it might be a good opportunity to jump in on this. Just, or you could try to make a move for Dean Henderson. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> see, yeah. see what match United values more. Um, but I mean, I'm sure David Hill. You probably saw. Um, but anyways, with that being said, though Ronaldo did end up putting an Instagram post because you know everything done through Instagram now these days. Yeah. Um, and he kind of. It reassured to the people of, of all the events in the world that he's committed to be here and he still has expectations to have some success here in Juventus. Um, I mean, how do you feel at this point? Like, I mean, truthfully, I, I'm still sticking with my with my initial thought, which you know, when you asked me um, if the CR7 experiment was a failure, I still say no. There's still there's still time unless if they're gonna unload him like right now, then yeah, man, I'm gonna say yes. It, it was a it was a failure, but and truthfulness, my my eyes, I don't think it was because we actually brought in a guy who showed a lot of players, a lot of the young talent. You know, hey, this is how you're supposed to do this certain kind of things. They saw a role model to look up to, so he's kind of he's been working with the youth of the of the team. In, in a sense, because I mean, not not you don't really get a lot of players like that. That players are they look up to another player. You know what I mean? Especially young talent, they want they want the flashy guy, and 
you got the flashy guy in Ronaldo, and that's who they want to become. That's who they want to be like. Like they want, they see his work ethic. They see everything that he does. And you get players like that too, young players who want to mimic how he, his style is. And I mean, how many freaking players nowadays do basically the Ronaldo stepovers and stuff like that? No, no, I, I think I totally agree with you with that. But I think the one thing that also needs to be said, and that's kind of the elephant in the room, is Ronaldo's wage is really high. Yeah, and yeah. that could also be a reason why maybe Juventus hasn't really been able to go out and get those flashy signings as of like I think besides Ronaldo, the last like really like oh my god, I can't believe they, they got that guy is the lick the lick the lick yeah. I was gonna say Rabia, but actually oh, no. What about what about Arthur? No way, because they changed out with Pjanic. I, I was. Okay, so I did like the Arthur move for Juventus. Aside, but I think that whole move is just kind of a head scratch in its own way because one, Juventus is just really stacked in the midfield position. Like, I feel like yes, Arthur is an enticing player to go for, but yeah. I felt like they had maybe some more drastic needs than that. I mean, I right. felt maybe a winger, even though no, nothing against the young right winger that they have, a Swedish player. Not not just not just cool. No, I mean, yeah, nothing against him, but I, I feel like more of a solidified winger. I mean, they basically, or maybe maybe a right back. I mean, Cuadrado converted Cuadrado from a winger to a right back now, but um, I felt like there was other places to go and try to improve rather than the midfield that is already stacked as it is. Um, and then you bring in Weston McKinney, who's actually gotten more minutes than Arthur anyway. So. Yeah. That seems kind of more of a waste move now than when you look at it. Do you think they might actually make like Arthur or what's McKinney like into a winger later on in the future? To say that McKinney into a winger? Yeah. Or or Arthur or Arthur. I was about to say that is a terrible idea to make McKinney. McKinney's perfect in the midfield. I don't think putting him on the wing would be. No, I know, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like this is probably like from Juventus headspace. So Arthur. He's he, like I said. He's the exact same player as Pjanic, in my opinion. He's. I mean, the only thing that I think he has over him is just younger than Pjanic. But I mean, essentially, you have the same type. I'm not gonna say. I'm, I feel like some people are about to be triggered when I said that. You essentially, got the same midfielder, but the same style of play of a midfielder. You know, his ability with ball movement and all those things that Arthur. I think you can find in Pjanic, but I do prefer Arthur over Pjanic, and it's only because of age. But I mean. You, know, you you basically swapped for the same player, is yeah. what I'm saying. For and and for Barcelona, I felt like they lost that move because of the fact that you had you just gave away the same player and that younger player, and maybe arguably a cheaper player <laughs> um, over Pjanic because obviously Pjanic does have his experience and pedigree. Yeah, both of them you hardly see on the field. Um, but <laughs> it's it's not so much that I just think. Um, uh, there was other needs for me, and maybe the fact that Ronaldo, his wages are kind of overpowering the rest of what Juventus can really do. Mm. You kind of see them now building, finding new talent. I mean, obviously we saw West being the start of that, and there's rumors going around that they're actually planning on building around West McKinney, which is great to hear because I mean, we love hearing that an American is, is the focal point for a big club, but mm. at the same time, it's like. What does that necessarily mean? Yeah. I mean, do you even have the players to build around Weston McKinney? 
that's why they're going to buy for the bills <laughs> around Weston McKinney. Um, but I mean, obviously, I, I think maybe the thing that will make me feel like Ronaldo is really all in for Juventus is maybe if he tries to restructure his contract yeah. to where he's not getting as much as he is right now. Because let's face it, Ronaldo will be fine. I mean, he still has endorsements, he still has his modeling career, and you know, all the I'm sure he has side businesses as well. I'm sure, like, I mean, I, I yeah, he has the hotels. Hotels, in, I believe uh, his sister, he, he, in Portugal, his sister has a, a, a a, a store, yeah, like a clothing store. But I'm sure there's like his his fashion line. I think is 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 run by his sister. But I think he's getting he's getting there's a cash flow coming in for Ronaldo. So I think I think if Ronaldo if, to make me believe that he's all in with, with Juventus, if he takes a little bit of a pick, does not have to be anything drastic, but enough so the club can go out there and get him some players? Because I would say if you're gonna try to if you're all in for winning the Champions League, I wouldn't say build around West Virginia. There's nothing wrong with building around West Virginia. I would say build around Ronaldo. Yeah. Give him the players that he needs. Maybe create the... Maybe instead of having PSG create the super team, you create the <laughs> super team. Um, I mean, I'm not saying go and get messy. But maybe, maybe, maybe you will get messy. I don't know. <laughs> um, but essentially, I think that like if they're... At the same time, it's like not only should Ronaldo be all in, but I think Juventus has to be all in as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know I said that it's a failure, but the reason why I say it's a failure is because the goal with bringing Cristiano Ronaldo is to win a Champions League title. They haven't won the Champions League. Haven't even been close. That They've been better without Ronaldo. Yeah, and I think the last time they met was um, when Ronaldo was still around Real Madrid and, and they ended up uh, losing to Barcelona at the final. Um, that one? I think 2017. That's when I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I, I, I thought the ball I was gonna end up doing some crazy shit, but no, they stopped him. But then that, I think the next year it was either the quarterfinals where Juventus ended up uh, beating Barcelona. The next, the year after that, I think so. Or maybe I'm mistaken. Uh, I really lost track of this, but I just know Juventus has been a long time. Um. Honestly, the last Italian side to have won the Champions League was Inter Milan. Really? Yeah. And yeah, I think that was the Jose Mourinho year. Uh, <laughs> I honestly think that's I think that's how long ago because um let me, yeah I think it's it, last time they won it was when it, when Inter Milan won um yeah when Jose Mourinho when I think he won number three his third Champions League I think it was. I think after that's when he went to Roma Dick, right? I could be wrong about this. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Inter Milan was the last Italian team to win the championship. Um, but but I mean, just kind of going back into that though, like I, I I like I said, I, I I mean, if they're all in, you're you're gonna have to show me that you're all in. It's not necessarily one of those where um, you know, just saying it or putting on an Instagram post. Is gonna make me believe you're, you're all in. You know what I mean? And yeah. I mean the rumors that that Juventus is ready to move on for Ronaldo. I mean, yes, they're rumors, but there has to be some, at least some little bit of truth there. Doesn't have to be completely true. It just, you know, maybe maybe there's like a board member that's like, oh, we gotta move on from Ronaldo. He's just he's just not doing it for us, and he's costing us too much money. Which is funny to think that the man that's probably made you had like a rise in jersey sales. 
is making yeah. lose more money than gaining. Yeah. Um, okay, so I did some digging. Yeah, it was Inter Milan that won the cup last against Liverpool back in Liverpool. Or I'm sorry, um, in against Bayern Munich uh, back in 2009-2010 season. So what? That's ten that years. Ten years ago. Holy <laughs> sh- Really? Over ten years ago. Yeah. What? I- no. Yeah, because the the then the later the later Italian team. To make it to the final was fourteen feet. No, yeah, Juventus was in the twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen when Barcelona beat Juventus that year. No, they they made it to the final one more time. Yeah, they made it to the final one more time, 2017 against Real Madrid. And then that's where I got my youth confused. So, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Juventus at least uh, has shown up when they lost the when they lost to Barcelona. That was Pirlo's last game. Yeah, that was Pirlo's last game with Juventus. And then yeah. Yeah, I remember that game because Mandzukic scored a crazy, crazy bicycle kick uh, for a goal. And then after that, they got destroyed by Real Madrid, um, led by Casemiro. But yeah, no, I mean, that's, but like I said, man, like for me, I just need, I need to see something from the club and Ronaldo where they're kind of like, we're, we're, at the, we're in this together. We're, but you're going to have to bring in some players. Like this Juventus team, as talented as it is, yes, there's youth, and that's great that there's youth. But this is a team where you need to compete now, and you need some guys that are solidified. No offense to Cuadrado, but he's kind of—he's already up there in age. He's I up there in age, uh, Alexandra. I love Alexandra. I think he's such a bro. Oh, he's awesome. He's, he's awesome. A fun fullback. Back. I'm gonna say this. I think he's gonna waste. Yeah, and it, it kind of sucks because I mean the left back position in, in Brazil is is OP. Yeah. <laughs> It is yeah, full, any fullback, right? Because I mean, there was back. a time it was Dani Alves, Marcelo, Alexandra was like the last guy you thought yeah. of, and he was a, a young Alexandra. <laughs> and, and you're throwing Dani Alves and, and Marcelo. Dani Alves and Marcelo were probably like an even draw between yeah. each other. Yeah. Like any of those two could start over the other. Yeah. Um. But Alex, and then they're like, well, they're like, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I mean, it used to be Maxwell. Maxwell. Um. I mean, Cellini. I love Cellini. Not saying that I don't like you, but I mean, how long? How much longer can you play? Um, the leg. You know what's weird? I I feel like I've seen him more off the bench than I've seen him actually starting, which is crazy. That this guy was the captain of Ajax. Yeah, and he's not that. And he, he's, I think he's not. He's not making a big impact. Yeah, like, he got bought for a lot of money too. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really see Rabi out that much. Um, yes, they have that that young midfielder. Kulusevski. Uh, Kulusevski, the Swede. I said midfield, not right wing. Oh, good. Uh, Chesa? Yeah. Chesa? They've been using him as a forward. You know that, right? Yeah, I, I saw that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's a forward, actually. But, I mean, the issue could probably be just because Juventus is 100. Obviously, the ball is not playing. Um, but I feel like some of the some of the players that they have right now, it's like, this doesn't scream Juventus right now. Because Juventus is a power club. It's a, yeah. Similar to what Bayern Munich is, they go out there and get the guys. I haven't seen that lately for for events and that kind of sucks because I think that's what's kind of hindering them right now and maybe it is because of the fact that Ronaldo's wages are just way too high hmm. um, so I think I need to see something from both sides where they're like we're going to meet halfway uh, meet, in the meet in the middle where they have enough money to go out there and get guys to help Ronaldo and I mean basically guys that are proven and go out there and compete um, 
and bring them in. Dude, even lone guys, I don't care, but like bring guys that can come in right now and compete. I mean, yes, not only in Serie A, because you still want to compete in Serie A, but get you guys that can come and help you go to the Champions Final. Because, um, I mean, you just got embarrassed by Porto. That's, I mean, I'm not saying Porto's a bad team. It's just, you know, you already expected that. But you're supposed to be. Yeah, that, basically. That's, that's and I know that sounds very horrible for me to say that. But Very what? Horrible. You said terrible. I was going to say terrible, but then horrible <laughs> is something. <laughs> so you made horrible. it horrible. It sounds horrible, but you're supposed to be Porto. Yeah. I mean, point blank, this isn't the same team that Jose Mourinho took to the Champions League final. And it's been long, <laughs> but it's been a long time. Um, they're not even. They're not even. Well, I'm sure they're contesting for for the Portugal Portuguese league. But I think right now, Sporting has had that on lock for a while now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, they need to. Be, it's not so much just Ronaldo. You need a good supporting cast. And I don't think the supporting cast is either kind of past their age or they're guys that are that still need to be proven. And unfortunately, I don't think. Events is one of those teams that needs to get guys that need, you know, that we need to develop you guys. It's not like we need guys that are proven that can come in right now, big splashes, and, and to get us to win. And it's not like I'm saying, like, oh, get a massive overhaul of players. I think you have some, some really good players on your team, anyways. Maybe add like two or three big splash players, and Juventus is back on top. Yep. Yep. Who would you, who would you recommend? Like as a, just say they give you one player to one player one player to get. I mean, I, I'd have to look at the attack, and and like I said, no offense, no offense to the, the young Swedish player. Uh, I'm not gonna try to say his name. Um, you guys aren't gonna try to Bill Burr me. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that about Bill Burr. No. Um, <laughs> in the Grammys, Kulusevski. Kulusevski. Um, in the Grammys, um, I think they had them um, announce the winner for best Latin. Uh, uh, Tropic Latin album. Uh-huh. Bill Burr. You know, oh, wow. the white dude from Boston. <laughs> yeah. The most offensive comedian that yeah. there is. Yeah. They had him announce the winner. That is horrible. For best tropical Latin album. That's that's not a good sign at all. So I was like, they're trying to cancel Bill Burr. You can't cancel Bill Burr. I'm sorry. That's. Gilbert's job is to offend you, by yeah, the way. Like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, like literally, he's probably the guy that came up with the whole idea of making a restaurant that treats you like shit. Because it's legit they, what he does. They make money. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I was like, I'm pretty damn sure that was his idea. And he made money off that. I actually somehow. knew a guy that worked there. Oh, God. Um, he actually used to, uh, he worked with the Astros. Yeah, he, he was actually Orbit's um, assistant. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he did that. He was, a clown. He was actually a circus clown for the circus. Um, yeah, and he told me, yeah, he's like, I worked there at one point. Guy has an interesting life. That guy, pretty cool guy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, going back to to this though, um, I would say a right winger. Okay, anybody in particular in mind? Like I said, somebody proven. Um, I don't think necessarily that they. I think budget may be something to, to consider. I think a player that. Maybe the team that currently has him maybe are, are prepared to move on from him because I mean he just hasn't worked out for them mm-hmm. as of lately. Um, I would say Osman Dembele. Okay. I mean, I think I, I threw him out there for AC Milan, and I think he would be really good in Italy. 
Um, I once again give him some confidence back. I mean, I think I'm not saying that he doesn't have confidence or yeah. anything like that, but I think he definitely went into a lot of expectations from Barcelona. Um, but I think if he's able to go to Juventus and just play his game, and I mean, all he has to do is just literally feed Ronaldo. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> it's not necessarily the worst job to have. Yeah. Um, I think that Dembele could definitely benefit from him over to Juventus. Um, that's just me. I don't know how you feel about me saying that. But. I mean, that, that's actually pretty decent. I mean, I, I mean, you already know I wasn't too big on the other purchase when they first announced it in Barcelona. So I think it's, it's a big enough of a splash. I mean, you know, he's a young French player. A, a, anytime you say France, I think that you sell most people yeah. onto it. But I think that this is a, not necessarily like a big splash, but it's enough to be like, okay, Dembele, he's got speed. When he's healthy, and he actually has been pretty healthy this this, this season right now, um, I think that this could be a good move for Juventus. You you strengthen up that right side, and you get somebody that can really move the ball and can deliver it up there for Ronaldo. Or if not, that he can score a crazy as goal himself. So you, yeah. I think you had some firepower and you had some ball movement in, in that move. All right. Well, I I could agree with you. I didn't have anybody particular in mind, but I do agree. It's probably in the wings. That they need a little bit more help. Somebody has a little bit more experience down there, but they have that crazy ass speed. And then you, it's like the two words that everybody loves to hear: France and Barcelona. <laughs> like, oh, he has to be. Right. <laughs> he has to be. He has to be. Or Borussia Dortmund youth product. Oh god, yeah. No. <laughs> Jaden Sancho, anybody? Dog, I, I think he would be good. Ooh, man. Okay, Jay, that's the big splash right there. Is if you get Jaden, you piss off Manchester United fans, and you go. <laughs> yeah, you you piss off Manchester United fans twice because you got Cristiano Ronaldo and now Jaden Sancho. Sancho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your former number seven and your what would have been number seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude, he's cold. He's cold. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. But yeah. So so yeah. So that's our thoughts on Ronaldo. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he's gonna stay. I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. I, don't, I just don't think anybody wants to buy Ronaldo. And not at the moment. That's a, there's a there's a lot of factors. To him, let's face it, he's not getting any younger. Um, so, I mean, yes, there's the rumors of him returning to Real Madrid. I really, I really don't. Do you think it's gonna be like Raul kind of return, where he went to Schalke and then he came back just to, for one last season? Maybe, but I just. I, I feel like Ronaldo's gonna finish his career in the MLS. <laughs> okay. Not like it's not like a me doing like a backhand compliment. I mean, he he stated that he wants to finish in the MLS. Yeah, like he wants to play at one point in the MLS. I don't know how old he's gonna be when he plays in the MLS, but he's gonna <laughs> play in the MLS. What if he pulls a slot on him? It should be like, man, you know, he's like I, I'm not done with MLS. And next, you know, and then he just goes and overseas back again. I mean, he could do that. Team. I mean, maybe maybe makes a home or uh, return to. Maybe out of Lisboa, or maybe I return to Manchester United. Um, I just don't think. I just think, but I think he's committed to at least give it one more try with Juventus before we see this, but the Super Team. Um, but I think he wants. I think he wants. I mean, if there's one yeah. thing I know about Ronaldo, when he has his goal insights, he he wants. He wants, and he wants to lift the Champions League trophy at Juventus. But it's going to take a lot of work from not only by Ronaldo, but by the club itself. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they went on all on for one man. Exactly. All right. Speaking of a player that's maybe not receiving too much hostility from the fans and, and the media, Martin Odegaard. 
who is loving it at Arsenal. Never thought I'd hear that sentence ever in my life, but <laughs> a player is actually happy in Arsenal. <laughs> good time, good time. So, yeah, like I said, Martin Oldegaard is loving it at Arsenal. He actually quoted and said, I have felt at home since day one. What? Um, I mean, okay, one, Odegaard wanted out of Real Madrid. Not saying he wanted out of Real Madrid, but he wasn't playing at Real Madrid. We'll, we'll talk about my thoughts on Real Madrid uh, a little bit later. But he didn't want to play. He, he was not playing at Real Madrid. He wanted to get some minutes. Um, it's kind of an issue that a lot of the younger players that are in Real Madrid are kind yeah. of dealing with right now. It's just that they're just not getting the minutes unless you're Vinicius or Rodrigo. Um, uh, but it, yeah, that's that's it's it's just been an issue to, for him. And so there was a possibility of him getting sent back out on loan to Real Sociedad, which was a club that he actually. He played in the previous season, did very well with uh, with Real Sociedad, um, and then there was also the Arsenal rumors. And uh, <laughs> some of the rumors were saying that Martin Oldberg did not want to go to Arsenal, <laughs> and it just you know it hurts me a little bit. <laughs> but eventually, it did lead to him going to Arsenal. Um, I wasn't necessarily, I wouldn't say I was okay. I was happy because I think that Martin Oldberg will get his will play for sure with Arsenal. But I wasn't sure if he was the player that Arsenal needed. And it's not like anything about him. It's just they needed a, 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 a solid 10 to help move the ball around. And weirdly enough, Martin Odegaard is the 10 that's helping move the ball around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so ever since Martin Odegaard has come in, he's actually done very well whenever he gets his minutes with Arsenal. And last week, he's had a week. He got a week, man. He goes in. Plays against Olympiacos for the uh, first leg of the of the round of sixteen for the Europa League. Scores a goal, started that their their goal scoring and winning that, that in their three one win against Olympiacos. Yeah, one a really good situation for them because they have three goals, three away goals, plus three one on aggregate, giving them a very comfortable cushion going into their second leg and be in the Emirates Stadium. But not not only that, but he scores the game tying goal in the final minutes of the first half in the. North London Derby, um, a big goal. Um, obviously, after well, we'll talk about about that game because <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much. But has a big goal for himself, and I think he is immediately now a fan a fan favorite. Um, as much as much so much so that I it, I think Arsenal needs to make this move permanent. Um, you can let Sabio, you can let Dan Sabio go back to the Real Madrid. Um, <laughs> keep Odegaard. Odegaard must stay in Arsenal. I think as much, as long as he stays happy, one as long as they play him, don't do what you did to Ozil. Because essentially, to me, Odegaard is a younger Ozil. Yeah, he's not gonna necessarily like uh, flash you with the goal scoring, but he can move the ball. He, he the has ball. good vision. He has great ball handling, and I mean clearly so much so that he's gotten so much recognition from his own country of Norway as he's officially the captain. Of Norway, and I don't, and I believe Odegaard is only like twenty-two years old. Yeah. Um. So, probably some of you are like, "We're holding." Trust me. What these two are gonna do in Norway? Okay, Norway is gonna be exciting. I don't think they're gonna compete for like championships or anything like that. But you're you're seeing a young group of Norwegian players now. You're seeing Augen, AC Milan. Yep. You're seeing obviously Erling and now you have Odegaard, who's going to now take over as the leader of this team. 
Which is crazy because a few years ago we we were ready to write off Odegaard as one of the biggest busts, <laughs> especially with Hector's uh, FIFA fiasco. My FIFA fiasco. Yeah, the one you said you saw this one guy actually play with Real Madrid or he simulated with Real Madrid and put uh, Odegaard as like oh, a starter. I thought you were saying I did something. No, 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 like, no, no, no. I didn't do anything. That's what I'm saying. And then uh, I mean, turns out he only went one up one overall point. But yeah, anyways, but. Yeah, Odegaard looks for real, man. I think he's living, finally living up the hype. And I mean, he had a week for himself. And I think, like I said, this is a guy that a lot of Arsenal fans are going to want to stay in Arsenal. And I think they got their number 10. I think they got their number 10 finally. Um, and it's just, it's Arsenal's job not to fuck it up. Yeah, uh, pretty I mean, much. Had a great, had a great week. Um, as an Arsenal fan, I'm excited. As a Real Madrid fan. It kind of pisses me off a little bit. So, how are you conflict of interest there, sir? Not necessarily conflict of interest, just because like I knew that Odegaard has been improving. I've, I've kept an eye on Odegaard. It's not like I, I, um, I mean, I saw what he was doing out on his loans. I saw what he was doing at Real Sociedad. He looked great at Real Sociedad. So I was like, you know what? I think we finally got our guy. Like, I think he's finally living up to what he uh, was going to be. Um, good there. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good now. That was weird. Anyways, um, I think you find like our, you know, he's finally going into full fruition of what he was supposed to be when Real Madrid signed him at the age of 15. Um, and and it's great. It just it just kind of when is Real Madrid going to finally play these young players is going to be the question. But for Arsenal, you know, and it's weird because Real Madrid, really, Real Madrid and Barcelona have had this weird relationship with Arsenal. Where they can loan their guys out over to them, and also sell their guys over to them, and then they take. Well, I guess Roma didn't have to be taking any any Arsenal players. Fabregas for Barcelona. I was like, I don't know what Roma player that they had. You know, Fabregas. They, they took Song. Um, so it's like a weird relationship with Barcelona and Real Madrid. Then there's Arsenal. I don't know what it is about this relationship, but it, there's the relationship. It's working. I guess. Uh, I guess you could say that, but but yeah. So I mean, with that being said, man, it's just great. It's just great to see Martin Odegaard playing. I, I think that's big. good. Yeah. So you're gonna pass out on me? Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna have another unhinged FC moment, are we? Uh, no. All right, but yeah. So with that being said, man, what are your thoughts on Martin Odegaard? I think he's actually gonna play really well. I saw a little bit of his pace go. I mean. As much as you yourself said that he's like, you know, from the Real Madrid Academy. And we, we, I Real, po- Madrid, I, Real Madrid Academy. I'm sorry. I poked fun at him for Real Madrid buying him for so young. You know what I mean? And I still remember, I was like, man, that's a big ass amount of money. But hey, if he gets his skill up playing in Arsenal right now, Real Madrid might have a player later on in the future that they're going to maybe it'll be the Ozil for later on for, from Real Madrid. Not the Ozil from Arsenal, but the Ozil for Real Madrid, which he was badass in Real Madrid. I always loved how Ozil played. No, 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 for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm putting that out there, but uh, I mean, last time I checked, uh, I believe Barcelona also signed a young player around the same time that Real Madrid signed Oh, Odegaard. God. Um, how's Halilovic doing? Uh, that, that dumbass, he's somewhere over there in the freaking. I don't know, Real Sociedad? I don't even know where he's at. I'm I don't even. Dead ass. I don't even think he's in the first. No, you know what? Actually, I think he's. Isn't he in AC Milan? Nope. No. Damn. Damn. He might actually just be long gone. 
I don't think. I think he's in the championship. Oh God! I think that's horrible. Oh, yeah. So who's the bus now? Uh, I remember you. Th- well, he didn't. He did. Little bitch is going to be so much better than than Odegaard. Well, that's the thing. He came out of the academy. He was doing so well. <laughs> they didn't end up buying him. He was literally coming out of the academy. And Sending him out on loans and loans. Oh, loans. dude, it was so Meanwhile, bad. Odegaard is officially the captain of Norway. <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, hopefully this keeps up. It, you know, obviously it's up to how he's going to perform in Arsenal. Um, it's up to Mikel Arteta how he chooses to play him in yeah. Arsenal as well. Um, but I mean, he's looked good and, and, and hopefully he can keep that up and Either Real Madrid lets him go to Arsenal for, for a really good price, or he's part of Arsenal. I mean, Real Madrid, the plan. So, so that could be that as well. Um, but all right, we're going to have another. Well, speaking of another young, promising player, Chris Richards put it out there. Obviously, we know Bayern Munich product. Well, actually, FC Dallas product, technically. Went yeah. to Bayern Munich, went up their, their ranks, played in their reserves, now plays for, well, played for Bayern's uh, first team in the first half of the season, then got loaned out to uh, Hoffenheim, you know, getting his minutes there now with them, which is actually a good move for him. Um, and he is part of that exciting young group of players that are American. And he's basically putting it out there, man. And, and he's saying that USA wants to win the World Cup. Damn. And the ball's on him. With this young group <laughs> of players, that, let's say. All right, so he, this is his quote. We want to make history. They would. You think he's right? Uh, just. Uh, so for me, 2022 is going to be the, the measuring. Like, can, what, what, what is missing for them? What they have, you know, all that stuff. I obviously, they got to qualify for 2022, obviously, but. If they do qualify, I think 2022 is like their test. How to see how they do in a group, depending what group they get put in. Um, but it's going to be all telling about how they perform there. The real World Cup for me, where we're going to really see what this team is really capable of, is 2026. It has everything that you want for the U.S. team. Home field advantage. Now your young players have a little bit more experience. Maybe hopefully are now regular players for the clubs that they're in. Yeah. Um, at this point, they're going to be kind of around 25, 26. They'll have that, that experience under the belt. This is where you, this is like the perfect, that would be the perfect time to really see. And maybe that's where they make the run for the World Cup. And once again, in a very, a very good situation where they're playing in front of their home crowds. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can see why you're getting excited about the US Men's National Team. I mean, you have, Musa, who officially has stated that he is going to be an American player. Um, shout out to the U.S. Men's National Team. Killer hype video <laughs> of that one. Um, they did lose uh, They did lose Efrain Alvarez. He did choose to play for Mexico. So, I will say this. I don't necessarily believe it. I think Efrain Alvarez is very talented, you know, when I see him play for the LA Galaxy. But there is some people that do throw the overrated label on him. I have seen that. Um, but now that you're seeing more American players get rumors, Juventus apparently is interested in Julian Araujo, uh, another LA Galaxy product. Um, and I mean, it's you're seeing, like I said, it seems like more teams are trying to get American players. Yeah. 
Um, not specifically like not just any team, but big club. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Reggie Cannon, especially as Paul is basically <laughs> on the verge of relegation. Um, oh man! So it'll be interesting to see where 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 um where Reggie Cannon ends up going. Because I'm sure he, I'm sure there's a big. I mean, there's some big clubs that are actually interested in Reggie Cannon. Mm-hmm. So it, this U.S. team is just it's different from all other <laughs> U.S. teams. Right, right, right. And and what's crazy about it is like some of the MLS products that they have are also really good as well. I mean, you know, uh, just just to name a few. I mean, you know, Matt Turner's doing his thing with New England. Um, so I mean, there's some there's some uh, you know, uh, Kylie Tessman over at FC Dallas um, who apparently chose uh, a soccer over football. He's actually a Clemson football player at one point, <laughs> um, but you know, you're seeing some young players coming up. And I mean, Keith Pierce kind of told us that, you know, if you think that Tio Reyna and Christian Pulisic and, and all these guys right now are good, like, wait till you see some of the guys that are coming up with you, Frank. Yeah. Like, apparently this is just the start. That's yeah, what he, that's what he said. That's what he told us. So, 2026, do you think that's the year? That could be the year. It's looking pretty noticeable already as it uh, as we approach what twenty twenty two. So twenty twenty two, I think it's going to be like the year where you're going to see where they're standing, like when they're where the U.S. men's national team is standing. Um, but to see them actually come out on top uh, at the really early on. Uh, it's it's really difficult to say. I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no because I do believe that they can actually do it. But then you got you know scientific well not scientific but you got the numbers and the like what's it called like I guess you could say the the points I guess the bullet points where a lot of people are going to be like no you know what US may make it they may not you know they I, I think the, the thing with me was when so. One, I the only time I've ever been excited of a young group of players was 2018's France French national. Yeah, but the thing that was different about that French national—not only were they young, but they had experience not only as professional players playing for their clubs, but experience playing together as a country. We did see this team make it to the Euro to the Euro finals where they lost to Portugal, but. They worked very well together, and then you came in into the World Cup, and I mean, did add Mbappe. Yep. That was the only thing that was different from that 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 Euro team versus now was they had Mbappe, um, and that's what I liked about that. Like they had that had added that that little missing piece, but they had so well, so good chemistry, so good experience. I mean, Griezmann, <laughs> Mbappe, Conte. I mean, Ben Pavard, a guy that was playing in the second division in Germany, he became a name after that World Cup. I mean, if anything, I, I felt like he was the, the one that shocked me the most. I was like, who's this Ben Pavard kid? Like, <laughs> and, and, he, and he did it. I mean, he did. Uh, so, I mean, like, this, that French team was so special to me, and it was because of all that experience. I don't get that from the U.S. I love what this U.S. team is doing. It's different. It's finally putting it's putting U.S. on the map. Like people are going to start taking U.S. very seriously mm-hmm. for soccer. But kind of what Wikipedia said, like it, this is just the start. I mean, 
it's going to take a while before we become an established threat in the World Cup. But as long as these guys get to play together, um, as long as we keep nabbing these young players, like we've gotten Sergino Des and we've gotten uh, uh, Musa, bro, you look like you're about to pass. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but I mean, I guess you. Could, I guess you. I could agree with you on that one, where where you say like you're, you're comparing apples to oranges, though. You're comparing to a very high Granny Smith apple in France. And you got like the oranges that, you know, you can just grow yourself. You know, I guess you could, you could put it that way. There is either like hit or miss with the U.S. men's national team, with the, the upcoming U.S. men's national team. Then you already got the already asserted young French national team. So it's kind of like you're comparing those two teams. So it's, it's kind of hard now that you mention it that way. So it's kind of hard to say, yes, it is going to be the year for the men's national, for the U.S. men's national team. You know, it's pretty hard. That's why I was like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's like, I, I was deep in, I was thinking about it for a bit. And I was like, damn, I was like, you brought it. But I think, I think contender is going to be the word you're going to hear in 2022. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to be favorites anytime soon. No. But I think they'll make a, a, a deep run. I think also maybe some, some favorable matchup in the knockout rounds, but it's not a team you can sleep on. Maybe, maybe in 2026, maybe you hear the label Dark Horse for the U.S., and that would be a great label to have for the U.S. men's national yeah. team. Um, I think maybe you've thrown the Dark Horse label before for the U.S. men's national team, or anyways, um, but I think that you're going to hear that more often. Like, hey, don't sleep on the U.S. men's national team. They got some, something here. Um, but it's going to, I think maybe. Eventually, maybe 2026, we hear the work, but not necessarily favorite. Maybe that, that once we finally have that golden generation, because I, like, I, like I said, kind of going back to what Pierce told us in, in our interview with him, uh, just humble brag. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, this is just the start. So we don't know when we see the golden generation. And if we think this generation is good, wait till we do have our golden generation. Yep. Because I mean, like he, like he kind of made it the made a good point is we just started doing the U.S. soccer youth development program, right? Because I mean, like kind of going with he, what he's saying. I mean, it was kind of like playing college soccer, or if you got into the IMD academy, you had a good, you know, you, you had some sort of training to get you prepared. But now with with this U.S. soccer youth academy uh, training program, and I mean, some of these guys get to play for a Barcelona academy or get to go play for. Or a Dortmund, or 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 a Schalke, even play for what you want for Schalke, but <laughs> still, still Schalke, or play for FC Dallas's youth academy. Clearly, they got it right. They got it going on. Um, like it's only going to get better now that you're having the you're spreading that awareness, you're getting getting that notoriety with youth academy. So, I mean, who's to say when it's going to happen? But I definitely think that in 2026, we'll definitely be at least hearing the word tender or dark horse. The U.S. men's national team, and they could probably mm-hmm. make a good surprise between just because you can add. Because I mean, most teams that do host the World Cup, yeah, they at least make it to the next round. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so far. So I mean, that 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 is the best situation for them is they can do well as the host country. You're, you're automatically in the World Cup. Yeah, to the host country. Um, I mean, you can definitely make a statement if it, uh, right there about how good the U.S. men's national team is and how good the U.S. is as a soccer nation from that World Cup. 
No. Well, I mean, I I see it as uh, I guess you can say like a little proving a proving point to kind of to rephrase what you said. Um, the dark horse, like for them to actually come out of the group, I think that's actually going to happen. Like, especially with all the young kids now that they have now, you know, going uh, let's say three years from now, yeah, they're they're going to be well established. They're going to be um, they're going to be dominating on the field. I mean, you think about it. You got Weston McKinney. You got a more than likely, hopefully, healthy, already experienced. Christian Pulisic, um, and uh, I just um, I'm excited to see what the the U.S. men's national team youth brings to the to the table. So I I just want to see the players. I want to see how they actually, how you said like how France is a well-oiled machine. Like they they just all they play very well together, and they showed it, and they, and they have the experience with the Euro Cup and everything all together. Maybe the U.S. men's national team's got to do like a more friendlies together, not just all pick and choose here and there, and just have one set team of players. I mean, we'll definitely see. I mean, you know, obviously coming up, they do have uh, two friendlies: one against Jamaica, uh, obviously a Concacaf opponent, Ooh. and then they're going against Northern Ireland. Um, take that for what you want. And it is going to both those games will be based in Europe, I believe. Jamaica will be played in Austria, and um, when are those? When are those? Next week. Good. So, <laughs> I, and I, like I said, guessing that the, the venues are in Europe, I feel like this is going to be a call for the Euro- European base players. Maybe you'll see Sebastian Legit, but maybe not just like Hamill's crazy yeah. right around the corner for this. Yeah. So, I mean, the last thing I think they want is to put, especially Sebastian Legit, especially for who, who he is in, in the LA Galaxy. Um, so, I think that that might be uh, just a European base player call up. You'll see, you know, Musa, you know, the guys that you, you for sure know are going to be on the team. Um, I do actually want to see the MLS and the and the European base players finally have their collaboration. I think that's going to be a really big eye opener to see who's going to be where um, as far as in the team. Because, I mean, there is some good players that do play in the MLS. I mean, unfortunately, uh, Morris. Gordon Morris is unfortunately out with an injury, but um, there's still some talent in there in the MLS. I mean, I think of their center backs, um, Aaron Long and, um, and Walker Zimmerman that could compete for that second spot if they don't feel that that dead set on Matt Miazga. Um, but I mean, obviously, if you made John Brooks, is definitely your in the center back at the spot. But definitely to see who, who they pair John Brooks is going to be what's interesting when you finally get those MLS players in there. Yeah, I mean, and that's like I said, that's what that's what we that's something that I would want to watch, like for them to mesh together. And at, at that point, you can tell who actually plays like Mira, who plays in MLS. So you can, there's it's something in their gameplay, in their style. Here comes the MLS hate. Uh, yeah, don't, it's not <laughs> hate, bro. It's not hate. It's just different, bro. I'm, I'm just telling you, it's just different. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and wrap things up with our debates. We're going to start doing debates more often. If you guys want to send us a debate topic, um, you can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at InsertMFC. You can drop us a message. Um, and, and if you have a really good debate topic, we'll go ahead and, and put it out there. Um, that 
not only that we're we're going to use it, but we're also going to give you a shout out as well. So make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at insert name FC, so you can send us your debate topic. So Edward, this debate topic comes from uh, Jose and Eric, uh, some good friends of mine. Yeah, from from my Kroger days. Um, I mean, I did go to high school with Eric Jose. I met him when I started working at Kroger um, as a bag boy. Um, and so, uh, you know, we still talk because we're all three of us are Dynamo fans. And I mean, uh, Eric is a Liverpool fan. Jose is a Manchester United fan. And so, you know, we, we, we usually have like our little group text where we, we talk some shit. Um, but they gave me this topic. I asked for a topic and they gave me a topic. And this topic is. Um, are we witnessing the downfall of Barcelona and Real Madrid? Uh, what team do you want to start with first? Well, Barcelona. I, I think. I think. Yeah, it's just with the rumors going around with Pinaguero, it's just kind of like you really did not like those rumors. No, bro. Like, damn it, use La Masia. Don't fucking don't don't go out and buy players you don't even fucking need. Like, shit, you already have enough players so, as it is. So, for me, the thing that I'm, I think I'm, I'm kind of getting where you're going with the issue is, isn't so much that Barcelona as a club. All right, so I'm going to say this if Barcelona goes outside of what they're expected of, which is going out there and buying players, and which is, I think that's the thing that you have the issue with. Because let's face it, this goes all the way back. The Neymar. Yep. Where we started seeing Barcelona kind of go away from La Masia. The, well, not only La Masia, but the Barcelona way. Yep. And so, obviously, then I believe they got Alexis Sanchez is another one, I think, that okay, maybe not necessarily like a high marking player, but uh, an interesting transfer, to say the least. Yep. Um, but I for sure, Neymar, because then obviously there was just so much controversy with the Neymar signing. Obviously, then you found out that they were throwing some money under the table as well for Neymar. Yeah. But <laughs> it was the first time where you felt like Barcelona wasn't doing something Barcelona-esque. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you always heard someone, con- like similar to Dortmund, there was always somebody coming out of that youth academy, La Masea. Yeah. World-renowned academy, an academy that was built by, by the one and only um, Johan Cruyff. Johan Cruyff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and kind of build the tiki taka. Yeah. Um, I'll say this: if I see Barcelona go out there and start just splashing money on players, I think tiki taka. Yeah, yeah. Because it's something that has been brought. And, and this is and, and this, there's one player specifically that makes me believe that if they bring this player in. Tiki Taka is dead. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen because I just don't think Barcelona has the funds for this player. But if they go out there and get Erling Haaland, yeah, I think Tiki Taka is officially dead. And technically, I would say in hindsight, maybe keep Osman Dembele, keep Griezmann, because I think that that fits better if you choose to move on from Tiki Taka and go towards more of long, ball long ball. balls and sending him out. Or yeah, throw balls. Yeah, trying to find him open. So once again, because Tiki Taka is all about being compact, being able to move the ball, moving, moving in in, in such a in so sync 
to the point where defenses are just don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just baffled. They're just trying to send the way at that point. Yeah. And obviously, because they're so dumbfounded, it opens themselves up and you score a goal. They haven't been getting players like that for a long time. And unfortunately, it's La Masaya players that believe in those those customs and believe that's what they believe in. They're brought up with Tiki Taka. They continue with Tiki Taka. Yep. And I mean, I'll say it, Kim Kong's maybe not so much of a Tiki Taka player to me either. No, he's he's more of a he's a he's literally a legit winger. Like he will run down the wing, he will cut to the inside and try to shoot. Sorry, Robo. But yeah, so I can see what you're going with. Frustration. Obviously, if you had a Sergio Aguero, which I mean, maybe understands the style, because obviously he has Pep, he has Pep Guardiola yeah. as a manager, but he's not a Barcelona player. Nope. And also, he's, he's up there in age. Um, I feel like this would be a whole Ken Chris thing thing all over again. Yep. Yep. And so that's why I was like, no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think Barcelona is definitely they're on the not way. Not been the yeah. Barcelona that, that you grew up to love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, obviously, you, not only that, but then you have Messi wanting to leave, and you have Barca Gate, um, still, still a thing. I, I think basically Barcelona just kind of ruined this club. <laughs> is, is the, yep. But <clears throat> with some silver lining, Laporte port yeah. is now and the president of Barcelona. Maybe he can come and, and fix this. And bring it back to the good old days of Barcelona. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. The time will tell. Time will tell. But so, state your case as to why you think that this is this is the start of the downfall of Barcelona. Well, I mean, it, just by what players have been brought in and how how they're doing, actually, everything's just been going downhill for them. It's not like oh, it's an uphill battle. It's inconsistent inconsistency. And you had the actual uh, the Barcelona players, the real Barcelona, dude. It was like consistent. Yeah, maybe they may have like one lost game here and there, or a tie, but it wasn't. And they would win and win and win, and they were always at the top of the table or second place. But they were never like where they're at right now. Like where they're just like, I feel like they're struggling. Like it's just a struggle now. Like they're, it feels like the, they're being held back, and they're still trying to struggle just to make it up there. Mm-hmm. So that's just me. Okay. Okay. So I mean, obviously that's the yeah. Yeah. What about you with Real Madrid? What do you think? I don't necessarily think that Real Madrid is going to be in a downfall, and I think it's just because of the fact that they do have the. There, you have Namaste. Real Madrid has their money. <laughs> that's kind of if, if that makes any sense. Real Madrid has always been kind of similar to Juventus and Bayern Munich. We're going to go out and get the guys. We, we're not here for development. Yeah. And weirdly enough, kind of what you said about, about Barcelona, how they're, not, how they're not using their youth academy. Real Madrid is investing to me in the wrong players. I get that you want to go out there and get some splashy young signings, potential high signings, like a Vinicius Jr., like a Rodrigo. Um, but that was never what Real Madrid was. Real Madrid was, let's go get these proven players that can compete right now. Not with these guys competing. Yeah. These guys will compete mentality. Uh, you didn't get Ronaldo and thought maybe this guy will work out. You got Ronaldo because, because he was going to work out. 
Um, same thing when you went. So let's let's go back to the original Galactic. You got Figo. You got Fat Ronaldo. Fat Ronaldo. Phenomenal. That's phenomenal. But Fat Ronaldo. Um, you got David Beckham. You got. Zinedine Zidane, you brought in guys, and I mean, yes, they have roles. You're, you're, you're at least due to have one <laughs> academy product, okay? You're at least you're allowed, you're allowed at one, and then you're allowed to make a nice young signing, you know, a promising young signing, a Sergio Ramos, if you, who I weirdly enough was a right back at one point. Yeah, he was. Uh, but you built this team up with just oodles of oodles of proven talent. Are they young? Define 24. Um, but guys that have competed in the senior level and have been proven to be really good in the senior level, you don't get guys that, oh, this, this guy might be able to do something like a, a Yobi or an Odegaard. Uh, well, I mean, Odegaard's, <laughs> Odegaard's been working out very well, but I mean, I, well, not for Real Madrid, because they haven't played him. But that's the issue with young players, though. They're, in order to get them better, you need to play them. But the thing is, we remember that these guys aren't proven yet. So, and that can cause some frustration. And I mean, we saw it with Zinedine Zidane. The issue with me is obviously the thing that Real Madrid hasn't been doing is they haven't gotten guys that have been proven. And kind of for me, that, that light at the end of the tunnel for next season, the reason why Real Madrid didn't make any moves this season is because of at the end of the tunnel. They're gonna make. They're gonna go on a shopping spree, and they're gonna go out there and and get Mbappe, a proven, yes, young, but has proven to compete in the highest level in the senior level. Not only that, not only in in club level, but in the world. Yeah. Um. So that that's a Real Madrid signing right there. Kamavinga, maybe not necessarily a Real Madrid signing, as because once again he's playing in a in, in league one. He's young and promising. But that's once again, that's not Roma, those aren't Real Madrid moves. Real Madrid moves are going and getting that one big name. That one big name, you know, snagging so and so that's currently leading the league in goals in this Yeah. Things like that. That's what Real Madrid does. Not get young players. And I mean I'm like I said, I'm not bashing because obviously I do love Rodrigo and I and I actually do like Vinicius, even though I put a lot of pressure on him, but that's because it's, <laughs> he needs to get off of it. He needs to get off of it. And I mean, technically, they did go out there and sign somebody. They did go and get a big splash move. And Hazard, who unfortunately is once again injured, he's, he's been like Magic Carp, little splash. <laughs> once again injured. Once again injured. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. But, anyways, what Madrid for me needs to do is they need to go back to that. And, and like I said, five guys that. Can't compete. I'm not saying go and get you guys a bunch of 26 year olds or 28 year olds, anything like that. You can still get those young players, but those are young players that are seeing the first team. You guys are showing that they in the first team level. Maybe maybe go and go to AC Milan and steal Sandro Tonali from them. <laughs> to me, that's a Real Madrid move. Yes, he's young, but he's showing you that he can compete in the high level. Essentially, that's your replacement for Tony Cruz, if you will. Damn. I mean, he has the ball movement. He has the defensive prowess. Maybe something that helps out Casemiro for rotation purposes. But essentially, Real Madrid is supposed to go out there and make those fuck you moves. Let's face it, Real Madrid has fuck you. Yeah. But that's how they always they been known. Got, they've got booty money. Exactly. So, 
like you said, Barcelona needs to go back <laughs> to developing new players and getting them to be the shining bright stars that they're going to be, loyal, the loyal shining bright yep. stars that they're going to be for Barcelona. And Real Madrid needs to go out there and get their mercenaries, what we're saying, <laughs> essentially. So for me, I don't think Real Madrid is going to a downfall. Um, I, we knew what the season was going to be for Real, Madrid, for Real Madrid and Barcelona. The fact that they didn't go out and get anybody worth a note. But yes, both clubs have essentially have not done what they've been known for. I do believe Real Madrid is going to go back to that, especially if they go and snag an Mbappe. It's it's going to be only time to tell, especially when. But I mean, you're looking at the young players that, that Barcelona have right now. You <coughs> see Cincao, you see Pedri, you see uh, Ansu Fati when he comes back. I'm sure he's going to be impactful when he comes back. Yeah. Um. The 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 center back that they have right now, uh, Araujo. I actually yeah. do like him. Ronaldo Araujo. Yeah, he's pretty freaking cold. Like he's and go back to making and, and and this was one of the things that I will say about Barcelona. Yes, when they go buy players, they're smart about it. You know this, yep. you will. Um, I mean, as much as you want to say for what it is, a Zlatan. <laughs> when they went to get Zlatan, they knew the risk that came with it, but they also knew the reward. Yep. I mean, so you know, I don't think there was much of a risk, but there was a reward for you know this. Yep. But like I said, Barcelona has always been that team where it's not that they're being stingy; it's that they prefer to to, to build through their youth academy, and then. When they when they want to really really want to, they go get that player because they know that's going to help improve that team. But they also bring in guys that buy in to the Barca way, yeah. and that's probably something that we haven't seen. Yeah, they haven't. It's been a long while, long while. But yeah, so I guess Edward does believe that Barca is on the verge of a downfall. I mean, Barca Gate doesn't help. Um, but for me, I think I don't think necessarily Real Madrid is, is set for a downfall, and I think it's just because. I think the board and I think the board just won't allow itself to go. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Makes them, makes them look nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. But yeah, so that was the debate. Once again, shout out to Jose and Eric. I think specifically, it was more to Jose, but <laughs> congratulations to Jose and Eric for giving us this, idea, uh, this debate topic. Once again, if you guys want to give us a soccer debate, Hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at InsertNameFC. Just send us a message. I guess just tweet us at, <laughs> at, on, on Twitter. Add us and just give us your, your, your idea for a debate topic. And if we like it, we'll go ahead and, and drop it for our next episode. Or, uh, and of co- not or, of course, we'll even give you a shout out as well. Even if you have some ridiculous username like uh, BigDaddy69. Oh, God. We'll still give you a shout out. I'm going to let you say those names. Edward will say those names no, for you. No, Edward will say <laughs> With gusto. But anyway, so we're going to go ahead and take a break. Edward looks like he's on the verge of passing out, so I'm going to let him splash some water on his face. And um, we're going to hear another beautiful ad, because I love your ads. <laughs> my my, my this, voice, no, which is not no, my it's voice. Not, no, it's not because Edward, uh, Edward, because of Spencer saying that me without a beard makes me look like a naked mole rat to me on, on the outside. <laughs> it is because I do love all the work that Spencer does. And the ads are funny. They're entertaining. I just like to poke fun at it because they are cringy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the goal. <laughs> the goal was to cringe. Ooh. But yeah, so 
Hector, what was your New Year's resolution? Same one as every year. Read more. Why every year? Well, with school and work, it's simply hard to find time to read. What if instead of reading, you listen to someone read your books for you on Audible? Audible? Audible has a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. I like listening to my audiobooks on my way to work. What if I don't like Audible? You can start a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. You'll be supporting the insert name FC podcast along with finally getting that New Year's resolution done. Thanks. Now I'm going to start a 30-day free trial. All right. And we are back. All right, Edward. Right, we have some games to recap. All right. Let me see. Okay. So my game to recap on this one is, which is ironic, is it's your team, Arsenal versus Tottenham. They actually won two to one. So I know you were happy about that one. Yeah, especially my my fuck you tweet to, to Tottenham. <laughs> no, did you actually tag him? No. <laughs> no, but I got a lot of Arsenal fans to show me some love. Oh, okay. Shit, but. So yeah, but uh, anyway, it's Arsenal had fifty three percent of the possession, so that's it's not bad it, at all. Um, I think once it like once the pressure was on for Tottenham, they definitely got a little bit more of the ball, but it was all Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal was, Arsenal had full command of the game at least for the first half for sure. Um, it was such a good performance, though. I was so happy with the way they played. Um, they stayed in it. They didn't. They didn't necessarily give up after the first goal, which um, you can't really get mad at the goal. Uh, Tottenham's goal by Lamella, who occasionally... Everyone's shocked by Eric Lamella's goal. Sorry. I'm just going to say this. This is all he scores. He scores off of Rabona's. Yeah. That's Lamella. And then he goes and disappears for... for I don't know for how long after after that. Yeah. Garrett Bell, but what what I liked about Garrett Bell wasn't much of a factor. Harry Kane was literally not a factor. Uh... Son had was frustrated throughout the game. Yeah, he was. He, he really was. And and that's just props to how well this backline performed for Arsenal. I like I said, the goal they gave up, it was just once one of those like it, it's a once in a lifetime kind of goal. It's like every, they were in front of him. Um Leno wasn't gonna be able to get that. It was it was, it was just, right on the corner. It was right on the corner. It, it was but once I mean, again, that is such a difficult shot to block. It, to, it as a goalkeeper, difficult shot to block. As a, as a defender, away. putting yourself in front of them, once again, it's just a difficult shot. He made it. That was just well, well done by Eric Lamella on that one. But props to Arsenal; they stayed in it. They scored the goal. I mean, Odegaard, like I said, he had one hell of a week for himself. Scores a beautiful outside the box shot in the Europa League against Olympiacos, and then comes here and scores a game tying goal, um, and, and and kind of put the momentum back in Arsenal before the second half, and then. Uh, a penalty comes in, and Lacazette scores his goal. Um, and what's crazy is that uh, Aubameyang was benched on this game because of of a of, of a discipline issue. Um, I believe he showed up late Ooh. on game day, so that was the reason why he was scratched off from the starting lineup. Lacazette takes the, gets the start. A player that is actually rumored to be leaving Arsenal. Which I don't blame because I mean at this point it's like just pick what you want either Aubameyang or you want Lacazette up front and yep. and even I will say even though as much as I love Lacazette and you know that I love Lacazette, yep. it, it, I would prefer Aubameyang even though 
Obama's maturity is sometimes a little bit of a of an issue for me. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just 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 just, just, just goes to show you. But no, Arsenal did a really good job. I think that this was definitely something you could build off of, and it's just crazy to think that Mikel Arteta has beaten all the top six managers in the EPL. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. Arsenal outshot them 13-6, so, I mean, that seemed like a pretty good deal on that side. They, um, <clears throat> so they, they ended up doing more than double, or more than, you know, six shots uh, against uh, Tottenham. I'm seven sure shots on, on Tottenham? No, no, they had, uh, yeah, seven shots over, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, 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 that's hella good, honestly. And I actually saw like some of the shots Sunday. He was so frustrated with it, everything, though. I, I mean, like I said, um, Arsenal came in with the right game plan. Um, I, I gotta say, man, it, it, this team isn't bad. I mean, there was a reason why I was so high on Arsenal this year. I thought that this could be the year that at least they could put themselves in the Champions League spot. I mean, unless they win the Europa League, I don't see that yeah, happening. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, but there was a reason why I was so excited about this team because they finished so well. Last year. I mean, you know, once Mikel Arteta took over, um, obviously they won the FA Cup. Uh, they won the Support Shield. Yes, I know no one gives a fuck about the Support Shield. <laughs> but uh, if you're an Arsenal fan like me, which they hardly get any much silverware, it's one I'm going to brag, especially <laughs> when it's up against Liverpool. Um, but, but, you know, with, that, with all that being said, man, like, this is what I was, I was hoping to see from Arsenal from those moments that we saw from Mikel Arteta from last year. Right. Um, it just hasn't worked out, and I think and maybe it is Odegaard, but I think it's just because like, be. you got some really hungry young players. Obviously, Smith Rowe had so many great shots in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, had that a crossbar shot happen to, oh. but he was always in it. Like he and he never let the ball die. He never let the ball go out of play. He kept the ball in. He stayed active in the in the field. Um, I think it was definitely somebody to highlight as well. But yeah, him and Saka, I think, are so so bright for the future. Um, Saka almost almost got a car. Should have got. It should have almost got a fight with Lamella. Which go figure, Lamella, who well, also got a red well, card. Was the one that got the red card. But Saka and him had a little tussle at one point in the game, and I was like, "Oh my god, Saka's gonna do what I always do. He's gonna do, and that's fuck up." Um, and he didn't. So, no. <laughs> well, good, good for you, Saka. Still want you out. But um. 26 fouls, three yellow cards, and that red card, the I mean, like that. Mm-hmm. Damn. And that's crazy that you score a goal, then you get a yeah, I know. And then like, you get a second well, yellow. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the crazy thing. It's like, you know how you say it, like, yeah, he's going to do something awesome, and he's just going to disappear. Well, he disappeared with that red card. <laughs> so. What <laughs> was the saying from, uh, from uh, the, the, what was it, uh, The Dark Knight? <laughs> uh, well, I can't remember. You live. Live long enough to see, see yourself become the hero, then turn to a villain, or so. Yeah, they, yeah, that's it. That's it. The Joker said that. Well, the Joker was that. Uh, He's Ledger. No, it was the no, the, the, the Two Face. Two Face. Oh, uh, Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Yeah. I, I I haven't seen that movie. Now you're gonna make me want to go watch it again. I used to watch it so many times, and now I just haven't watched it any time recent. So. Kind of faded a little bit from memory. So I think last crap. time I saw it was when it was on Netflix. Not even. No, no, that was I last. Think, that was last time. I think I, it's that, still on Netflix. I'm saying that's last time. I, but it was like, oh look, 
Dark Knight's on Netflix. Oh, not even then. I didn't even watch it then because I had it. Well, because my niece likes, uh, she likes Dark Knight. Oh, okay. Which, so. At least I know she has some decent movie taste. Um, but yeah, no, just great performance for Arsenal. You know, obviously winning the North London Derby. Uh, North London, London's red because they all speak Chelsea, so. Suck it. <laughs> all right, well, what's your game to recap? My game to recap, which uh, initially was just me just pointing out the PSG loss, but um, it turned into something even bigger um, than, than that, just that. So, uh, P- uh, Nantes ends up beating PSG 2-1 to one, um, in a game where PSG had the bulk of possession with 74%, even outshot Nantes 11-8. to eight. Um, And with this loss, it actually, uh, PSG missed out on a prime opportunity to jump over Lille for first place in, the, in Ligue 1. Um, essentially had a prime, uh, I mean, because they did have the goal differential over Bill, so they would have been the first place team, but obviously losing to Nantes sets them back. I mean, I'm not saying that they're out of, outside of it still. They still have a good shot next week where they well, they have a daunting task, and so we'll talk about that game. But um, what was crazy was I thought it was just like, oh man, you know, PSG loses to Nantes, a team that most people would, would say would, would beat uh, uh, that PSG would be, um, but then you you hear the disturbing news about um, Angel de Maria being pulled out of the game um, because Pochettino took him to the lockers. Well, not not only that, but you saw the the, the team president calling Pochettino from from upstairs yeah. um, to tell him to get Angel de Maria out there because his family is currently being held hostage. Yeah. Um, which I, I haven't heard anything, any updates on it. Um, they, they weren't held hostage per se. They were actually in the upstairs room or in the upstairs floor. Everything that they ransacked, uh, the thieves ransacked apparently was all downstairs. So his family's okay so far from what I know. And um, it's his wife and two girls. And they were upstairs. So they didn't even go upstairs to go look at his house or nothing like that. They just looted whatever was it. Uh, downstairs, but I think it was like <clears throat> I'm not. I'm maybe mistaken. There was about maybe sixty thousand or six hundred thousand in jewelry. Um, I mean, yes, that's that's definitely a big loss. But I think I'm just glad um, his, his family's, family's okay. His family's okay, so that's the thing that matters. Um, but uh, he wasn't the only uh, PSG player to have family um affected like that. I believe Marquinhos' family as well was also. Marquinhos as well, yeah. Marquinhos had um <clears throat> his dad actually. Apparently, I think they the thief I guess thought that that was his house, but it wasn't. It was his dad. It was his parents. But his pa- his dad got beaten up. Like you know, he got held. He was the one that got held hostage. But all it took was like whatever money he had, which was like sixty bucks, I think it was, and then um. Yeah, he got hit in the ribs, he got hit in the face, you know, he got dropped, so it was just, it was bad, it was just bad, and it's kind of like, it kind of makes you think, because Maria is not the first time I've been through this. Yeah, it's happened to him in Manchester. Yeah, so it's kind of like, man, like, dude, like, at this point, you know, you make all this money, should you get, like, you know, some sort of uh, bodyguards or security kind of stuff going on at home, especially, especially if your kids and your wife is at home. I'm sure that that's something that he's thinking about now, but no, I'm, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm glad that no one got yeah. anything worse than what happened. Yeah. Obviously it sucks for Marquinhos' dad that he had to get beat up and 
and basically mugged. But I mean, um, I mean, it could have been worse, uh, a lot worse, because you know, you never know what happens when when you, those situations do happen. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely gotta say, God was on their side that day for for just having the burgers only stay in the first floor, and for uh, Marquinhos only to get beat up. Um, but um, I'm glad everything's good now. Um, hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, maybe they increase the security for their homes. But yeah, um, which crazy enough, it wasn't even Marquinhos' home; it was just father's. But um, okay, here we go. That, I found out a little bit more. Uh, Six hundred thousand dollars in watches. That's how much in jewelry from the Maria home. Yeah, but I mean, and then, uh, and then his, like I said, like knowing Angel Maria, that's probably like that's not, even, that's not even what he's thinking about. He's just yeah. glad that his his wife and his kids are, are safe. That's what I'm saying. And then apparently, um, uh, Marquinhos' dad, he was roughed up, and more than two thousand dollars in cash was stolen from his dad. Okay, so, that wasn't sixty bucks. Yeah, I thought it was like sixty bucks. Yeah, but, I was like, that's like by far the pettiest. <laughs> Pettiest mucker I've ever heard of, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, um, yeah. So I mean, this was kind of what it, it wasn't mean necessarily making fun, poking fun at PSG. It was just because obviously Nantes, um, good job for them to, to cause a, an upset like that. But uh, you yeah, know, when when I heard that news, that was just even more that, that was disturbing to me, and it, it's unfortunate that, um, you know, that that there's there's people that do this kind of shit. Yeah, but um, yeah, hopefully they they they. Increase their security because you know that's especially for at least for the, the to help uh create that what, what's it called the uh, sense of sense sense of safety sense uh, of security sense of security uh specifically for his kids I I, I mean I'm sure I'm sure his wife is also traumatized in a way but I mean the children is the ones that I'm thinking of yeah as as my Baby of a dog is over here snoring up a storm. But yeah, it, it's just um, <clears throat> it, it's pretty it's pretty hard to to think of like stuff like that, like stuff you don't ever really want to happen to your family. Is basically what I'm saying. Like, exactly. So I'm just glad I'm just glad his family's okay. Um, you know, prayers to them, and then. First to Marquinhos' dad for you know going through what he went through. Yeah, but I mean at least they're alive. Yep. All right, man. So um, try to move move on from this. Um, players of the week. All right. So my player of the week is Cristiano Ronaldo. And should I do it? Should I do it? Soon. Usually you do it, so that's why. I do it. Yeah, usually you. When did, what, is this a, like a, a thing of ours? This is a while back. It was a while back. Did I make the noises? Yeah, you made the noise. And I hear the... <laughs> yeah, it was Cristiano Ronaldo is my player of the week. He scored a hat-trick and who went to this 3-1 win against Caglia. I mean, if there's a, a way to show that you're still committed to Juventus, this I mean, is the way a, to do that's it. That's the way to do it. You know? <laughs> Shoot, he might have to come up with a new... I believe that... I just, forgot. I forgot the number of hat tricks now that Cristiano Ronaldo has, but I know he, it's more than Messi. Um, yeah, I would I would say that for what you want, but I don't necessarily think it matters. Um, but obviously, everything matters when you try to make this, you know, this pissing contest that people have created for Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're not the ones like, oh, I'm gonna beat him and stuff like. They're just like, oh, I'm just playing. 
Yeah, just playing the game. Yeah, if anything, everybody else makes a pissing contest out of it. Yeah, that, that's what that's what I'm kind of going with. Yeah, but now you know, great performance for Cristiano Ronaldo once again. Another another sign of brilliance from him. Um, I'm sure PSG is now chomping at the bits now, thinking, hmm, yeah, that 35 million, you know, <laughs> doesn't seem too bad right now, <laughs> <laughs> right? Shit, it didn't sound bad at all. God, for what they'll get from for Mbappe, shoot. That's crazy thing though. You have you get Neymar on the left. Messi on the right, and Ronaldo up front. That's, who that's takes, a deadly Who trident. takes the free kicks? That's a deadly trident. Who takes the free kick? Um, if it's far away, more than likely, probably Ronaldo is knuckleball. If it's close, or if it's like, you know, you kind of, if you put Messi and Ronaldo and Neymar all three behind the ball, you don't know where the hell the ball's going to go. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you'd be like, oh, shit, like, you're like, I don't know where the hell to go. The dog's going to be like, he's just going to be massing around, like, dodging from Street Fighter. <laughs> it's going to be that scene from uh, Rookie, Rookie of the Year. Oh, shoot, oh, shoot, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. There we go, there. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. That's what I was thinking of. I don't know where I got to shoot from. Well, who's your player of the week? My player of the week is Karim Benzema. Wow. That is correct, man. It's crazy to think that this man literally a week ago just got cleared from injury, scores the game-tying goal to, to seal the draw against Atletico Madrid. Um, and then a week, again, a week after, scores two goals to help Real Madrid come back against Alshie, which I can't believe that's the sentence I'm using right now. <laughs> it's not a clear sentence at that point. He come well. back against LJ. There you go. Once again, there come go. back against LJ. Yeah, I promise you, this going to be like, what the hell did he say? Two to one win. Um, so they get three points. Um, much needed three points, especially because I believe Atletico Madrid drew uh, this, past, this past week as well. So it helps them out in the tables. Um, I, I'm sure Barcelona is also happy as well because they just came yeah. off of a big win today. Which obviously, if you guys have a reference, this is Monday, mm-hmm. and Barcelona did have a big win against Huesca. Um, Huesca, Huesca. I know you said it right. Anyways, so yeah, but Karim Benzema, crazy thing that this man literally just got cleared from injuries, and he is already going on a scoring spree. Hopefully, obviously, this is Friday. Hopefully, he's doing the same thing on Tuesday uh, against Atalanta <laughs> as well. So hopefully, we and you know, if you guys got to make sure. You, uh, unhinged FC, I did mention that as well. But anyways, yeah, Karim Benzema <laughs> is my player of the week. First time I've mentioned a Real Madrid player. Damn, you have, yeah. I don't yeah. even think I mentioned an Arsenal player. I nope. haven't mentioned anywhere yeah. from my teams. Nope, nope. Okay, uh, well, Canelo, but... Canelo, yeah. So. Fun fact, I like the look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So, I think congratulations to CR7 and KB9. Being our players of the week, ironically, one former Real Madrid player and one who right now, like he's a present. <laughs> I was going to say present Real Madrid player. <clears throat> so and both part of the second edition of Los Galacticos. Yeah, there you go. So. All right, so here we got some game previews. Hector, would you like to lead this one off? I guess so. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, interesting segue. Yeah, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> threw you off there. I was like, wait, we got these game previews. So I'm like, okay, well, all right, Edward. Victor, can you leave? So, all right, 
Anyways, <laughs> okay. It's like that. Right. It's like being a little kid who's like, okay, Hector, would you like to tell me what happened here? Yeah, sure. I don't even would you fill them in. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first game is Leon versus PSG. Last time these two faced off, Leon ends up winning one to nothing. To point out in this game, it is second place versus third place in the league on tables. So this is a big, big matchup. Yeah. It definitely changed how this landscape for League Un is. Who's going to contest against Leo? And is PSG finally going to be able to jump over Leo with this win? Um, if they are able to win this. So to give you a reference, PSG has scored 62 goals this season and have only allowed 17. That shows you how good this back line of PSG has. It. And I wasn't just saying that just to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you that were like, when are you guys ever going to talk about League Un? Well, here we are. We're talking about we're League talking Un. about it now. Um, Leon has scored 57 goals this year and have allowed 26. This is this is second versus third, man. This is what you, yeah. this is this it's, is the numbers that you're expecting really to see. It's, it's kind of pretty close, you know. Even though even though uh, Leon has allowed a little bit more goals than PSG, still like it's still pretty close. It's just maybe like what nine goals. So it's not bad. the matchup for me is Mbappe versus Memphis Depay. Damn, the names almost sound very similar. Memphis, Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe, Memphis, Depay. Yeah, just about. But I feel like that's the matchup, right? I mean, yeah. these guys are goal-scoring machines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so who you got in this game? Well, I'm actually going to go for the underdog, Leon. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I want to see Memphis see what he can do on this one. So. All right, so I'm going to say this for PSG. Pull me once, shame on you. Pull me twice. PSG wins this game. All right. All right. I think I yes, it was a tight loss. They lost one to nothing. Just shows how good how much Leon has improved. This was a team that at one point was dominating the Un. Um and kind of weirdly enough has kind of also been a farm team as a team that lo- they lose a lot of players. Kind of an underrated youth academy. Uh, I don't think people talk about Leon's youth academy that much, but has kind of an underrated youth academy. Has some really good players that come out of there. Um, and I mean, I don't know how, but I guess just because of just how, how poorly the pie was doing over in Manchester United and ends up getting him uh, into Leon and has been nothing but a gem for them. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup, but I think PSG, um, you know, we end up winning. Right. End up winning this game. What's, what's the score, do you think? Mm, I think it's going to be a tight. I think it might be just like a 2 nothing, 1 nothing win. Mm, okay. I think. I think maybe Leon might actually. You know what? I think it might be a tie. Okay, so this is your first tie prediction. Yeah, one to one. So that's my deal. All right, all right, man. The second game: Roma versus Napoli. Okay. All right. So last time they met, Napoli won. Four, good God, <laughs> four to nothing. <laughs> I guess you didn't see that, huh, did you? It's just crazy. Man, we say some things about Rumpa's defense. But But damn. Good God. God damn. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways, Napoli has been undefeated in their last five games. Obviously, they also just came off a big win against AC Milan. Um, Roma has allowed 38 goals this season. Wow. Yeah. That's that's quite a a little there. So yeah, so is Roma going to add more goals to that tally? I'm going to say Napoli takes it. 
Napoli take it. I think they're, two zero. they're two hot zero. right now. They are hot right two now. Zero. Um, I think they uh, they're they're coming off a bunch of a lot of confidence right now. They came off of a big win against AC Milan. Um, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think I think Napoli continues their form. I think they're making a really good run, and that's obviously to secure a Champions League spot. So yes, I'm with it's you. Insignia and, and Trippi will probably be key players unless is Trippi still injured. Oh. I have no idea. Uh, but I think Insignia and Mertens. Mertens, uh, yeah. uh, Fabian. Yeah, I remember Fabian. That's a really solid midfielder, in my opinion. Um, Koulibaly. Obviously, in the back line. Yeah, in the back line. Yep. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, I'm taking Napoli as well. I don't... I'm going to tell you, once again, Roma has some a really good attack, but they it's easy to... It, I mean, it, they could easily be shut out. Um... And if they if they don't if they, their shots don't don't aren't on target, then it's going to be a rough day for them. Um, and Napoli is really good. Uh, I like how they're looking. They're not going to win the league, but they're they're at this point they're competing for a Champions League spot. And I yeah. think I think that's what they're going. This game is just going to help continue that push. Yeah. All right, and the last game, Edward. Um, apparently, the cursed Cruz Azul, according to your friend, versus Atlas. Last time they met, Atlas won one to nothing. Uh, Cruz Azul has won all of their last five games. Atlas has been undefeated in their last five as well, with four wins and a draw. Cruz Azul has scored 15 goals and have allowed five goals. Atlas has scored 11 goals, allowing seven goals. Who you got? This this one's pretty close. Usually we make fun of Atlas. Do we? Well, not really, but I mean, a lot of people... <laughs> do, how much do we talk about no, next year? But, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of people do make fun of Atlas for how they've been, you know, recently and stuff. But uh, I guess I'll hand it over to Cruz Azul on this one. It's because of how their their streak has been going. It, it's really weird. Like, they, they have this amazing season going, and then all of a sudden, it's just the playoffs. They kind of choke. So that's uh, I'll give it to them now. I'll give it to them. I'll give it to Cruz Azul. They'll win three to one. I'm giving them a big wow. gap. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, uh, right now Cruz Azul is the best defensive team right now, and obviously they're first place. Um, so that helps. I mean, uh, I mean, Atlas has a lot of has a lot a lot of goals. I mean, you know, this, mind you, you know, obviously, essentially a a, a season. For Liga MX is, is a half a season for for regular league league uh, in Europe. So eleven goals may seem not like a lot, but especially for a half season, it's definitely not a lot. Um, but if there's one thing I like, a, a team with a good defense and Cruz Azul right now has that defense and has some really good players up top that can score some goals. Um, clearly with 15 goals of their own. Um, so yeah, I gotta go with Cruz Azul. I, I can't. I think they're gonna beat Atlas as well. I can't wait for Cruz Azul versus America. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good game. But yeah, so I, I know I'm, I don't basically maybe I am I'm throwing shade at Atlas this, this, this right now. So, <laughs> but yeah, no. So congratulations. Yeah, no. I got I got Cruz Azul playing this game as well. They look really good. I'm not going to give you a score prediction, but uh, I think this is going to. I think this is actually going to be a pretty good game. But I think uh, I gave it to Cruz Azul the edge. All right, there you go. All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and take. One last break, um, and we'll give you guys some three up, three down, and a topic that I think you guys will find pretty entertaining. 
Ugh, my cable bill's through the roof again. Why don't you switch to Fubo TV? What is Fubo TV? Fubo TV is a streaming service that provides over 100 channels and without the hassle of a cable contract, so you can cancel at any time. Mm, that sounds too good to be true. Well, if you go to the bio of our Instagram or Twitter at InsternameFC, click on the link tree, and go to our Fubo TV link, you can get start a seven day free trial. Not only will you be freeing yourself from cable, but you will also be supporting the Insername FC podcast and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to start my seven day free trial right now. And we are back. So you heard that ad? Yeah. Get on it. Made you cringe a little bit, didn't it? <laughs> oh, it was a great ad. I know. Anyways, all right. So three up, three down. Uh, and today's topic is uh, it's the topic. Everyone want to go ahead and say what the topic is? Yes, sir. All right. So this one, I like this topic because I, I, I can relate because it's something I like. Um, so you're saying the other topics you did not relate? I, I, I feel like they were very relatable topics. Be cool, man. Okay. All right. So this one is superpowers. Like three up, three down. Like which superpowers you would want to have? Which superpowers just sound sorry to you? You know. So All right. So we'll kick things off with Spencer. And Spencer does not have three down. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, he says none of them would be too bad unless they couldn't be controlled, I don't think. So, obviously, the worst kind of superpower is a superpower that you don't have control of. Oh, man. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. So, just think essentially, about if you, you have, have to go you to... You have a raging inferno power going all around you. Unfortunately, if you need to go to Exa- Professor Xavier's Academy for the Gifted, <laughs> then yes. Yeah, Spencer has a point. Well, I mean, oh, think about it. Oh, think about it this way: What if you have like this power of ultimate rage? I mean, think about it. Like you, you basically get super strong, and you have all so your turn energy. Into the Hulk? Yeah, I mean, think about it. Look at the Hulk. Look how much shit he destroyed. That's true. And then next, thing you know, he's like, "Oh, but I'm trying to fit in," and then he's all fucked up. Nobody wants him. People are fucking throwing the military at him. That's true. Okay. So but yeah, so that is Spencer's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, he has a good point, though. I'll yeah, give it to him. Right, you want me to start or you want, want to go? Here you go. All right. So for my three down, uh, number three, anything that involves, I guess, underwater, the, the Aquaman powers. Oh, God. Um, I, don't, I don't necessarily see the benefit of talking to fish. All right. There we go. That's the power. Talking to fish. Talking to fish. Well, <laughs> what am I going to say? Hey, hey, tilapia. I'm going to eat gonna, you. I'm going to eat you. <laughs> I need you to come over here real quick. Type is going to be swimming over the. Yeah, sure. Well, I guess that would. Want? I guess that would yeah, benefit sure. what me. Do you want? What do you I guess want? as a yeah. as someone that I, I'm a, maybe um, I do plan on trying to get back into fishing, so maybe that would benefit me in some way. But that's why <laughs> so it's number three. The, so is, what's the is, point is, of fishing? If you can do that, that, what's the point of fishing? Yeah, that's right. How, how else am I going to waste three hours of my day? Exactly. You know what? You know you get a good point. You know what? You know what? You're going to sound like one of those weird, weird creep creep people that are like talking to people. Like, hey. You come here, come here. Let me show you something over here in this alley. You're gonna say, you're gonna be like, yeah, exactly. You're gonna be really in the thing. It's gonna be so, oh, it's gonna just cringy, bro. It's uh, just cringy. You, know, you got a point Poor there. Tilapia, I'm so sorry. You got a point there. Um, uh, number 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 two, um, the ability to stretch. I mean, I guess there's some benefits to it, but I don't know. I always thought Mr. Fantastic kind of sucked as a superhero. Well, I mean, okay, the the cards, the, the okay. You're probably looking at it as from the Fantastic Storm where Chris Fantastic Ev- Storm. Or, sorry, Fantastic Four where Chris Evans is the human torch. 
No, I mean, just in general, I just never, never thought that <laughs> Mr. Fantastic was, well, fantastic. You could, you could probably stretch out certain aspects of your body, if you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty damn sure girls would like that. You know so, I mean, honestly, that does, it only helps me out if I'm horny, then if that's the case. <laughs> You'd be like walking up to a bar, so uh, can I buy you a drink? Slam. Just fucking just dump it around the right way on there. But you're so fully clothed, you just slam right there on the bar. Yeah, I, I, once again, I mean, aside from that, I don't really see the the real benefit. For, if anything, it's just going to make me want to be less, even more lazier because then I could just go and reach out for the fridge. <laughs> well, you can actually stretch yourself out to look thin and look in shape. I don't, I don't care too much about that. Oh. Okay, oh, oh, oh. when you're playing soccer, you can take longer strides so you'll get to the ball faster. I'm actually pretty decently quick for a fat guy, so that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't necessarily like it doesn't really like hurt me too much. You gotta say I am pretty quick for a you're fat guy. Quick, but as soon as I as soon as I cut in, that's it. You're already, you're already taking like two extra three extra steps, and you're like fuck. You're already like when I cut in. Let's say I'm coming from the outside, and you're you're Wait, me. if I'm spreading with you. Yeah, if you're spreading with me and I cut in your... When I've ever spreading with you, I always stay in front of you. I've never defended you like that. We have to start. We have to start. Whenever we play. Whenever what? Start what? Okay, whenever we're on the opposite team... Start what? What am I supposed to start running next to you when I defend you? No, yeah. I'm going to always stay in front of you when I defend against you. All right. You, I've defended against you pretty well. <laughs> Don't like... One, the only time you had to try to, you had to do a cheap move on me and force me to do a handball. Oh, <laughs> which was very awkward, by the way, because I cussed, I cussed at you when we were in front of a church group. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oh crap! You I was fucking like, little. I was, like, I was like, hey, we're church people. And I'm like, oh, and you can't. Already <laughs> no, no, I think I called you a whore. I was oh, like, yeah. you whore, man. Is he whore? I was like, dude, we're, we're church people. No, because it wasn't like, like I mean, he literally like chipped the ball so it hit my hand, so it counted as a handball. And it and like, I mean, yes, my hand was out, so it was, it was technically a handball. But it was just so he can get out of def- having me defending him. No, I think what it was is I was trying to chip it over, over you, and you actually put out your hand. No, my, yeah. hand, my hand was exactly. already out. It was already out, but I was trying to chip it over. It didn't help that the rest of the church group was handball, handball. I'm like, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> All right, so your, your, your second one is uh, stretchy powers. Yeah, stretchy powers. And then uh, number one, uh, invisibility. And I just think it's just because like, it seems kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> I feel like if there's more bad in it than it is any good. Nah, I don't think, yeah. Keep I it mean, Tom's. Um, I mean, I don't think you would if you see, want to rob a bank. I don't. I don't oh, oh, first of all, if, even if you wanted to defend somebody and you're invisible, um, you have to be completely naked. You're right? technically doing a cheap shot. Like, I mean, essentially, you're cheap shotting people because, like, they can't. They literally don't see it coming. So, <laughs> screw it. I mean, you shoot. You shoot. Sometimes you have to do what you have to do in order to save the day. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Number one for me is invisibility. All right. So you're just because. It can easily be used for the wrong reasons. Basically, for the perverted reasons he just said. Let's face it. If you're a teenager and you have the, the power of invisibility. You're going to end up in a girl's locker room sometime. Yep. So, yeah. don't say it. Stop me if I'm lying. <laughs> no. All right. So, you're number three. So, your bottom three is what? Talking to fish? Talking to fish. Stretchy uh, powers. Stretchy powers and invisibility. All right. All right. So, now, my bottom three. 
Okay, so my bottom three, ironically, is um, stretchy powers. Stretchy powers. Um, it just I, you don't want to you don't want to have a long dick. <laughs> no, not really. I'm good with my shit. I'm good at my stuff, bro. But no, you want to make yourself look fitter. I think I'm a good enough, bro. I, uh, that's why I work out, man. That's the fun of it. You know, your dad, man. Your dad. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't see if I was that was a stretchy power. I would use my myself to turn into a freaking human slide and stuff like that. My kids would be freaking all over. I would turn into a freaking playground. But yeah, I just I, I never really. I was like you said. I, I was I would always see it. I would even see it in the comic books. I was like, man, this is just kind of a stupid power. Uh, but number two. Um. Okay. So number two would be um. Okay, so number two would be the, the Iceman. I don't know if you remember that. He was also part, I think he was part of this in Fantastic Four. But he was just, uh, the, not the Silver Surfer, just uh, the Iceman. But he actually had a cartoon where he, all he did was just literally everything of ice. Just turn everything to oh, ice. Oh, so the guy from the X-Men. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, but him. I just, I was like, it's, it's cool. You, you can turn stuff to ice and stuff. It's just, I just never fuck. You know, it's a, if it's warm enough, you know, fuck it. Like that's it. You're fucked. If you're even even in uh, the Incredibles when they did like a little portrayal with Frozone, if he was in if he was in, in a hot ass place, his his ice power would basically be like inept. Like he'd just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like so I just never really thought of. It. I, it, I guess you could say it it, it's just kind of funny how like. I the, the the person with the ice powers is his rival happens to be a fire person. So it's like there's yeah. a clear disadvantage here. Yeah. I mean it's not like it's not like You're not the, the you're not the water guy, you're, yeah, you're, the, you're the ice, ice guy. guy. Yeah. It's not <laughs> like you're gonna throw a giant chunk of ice and then he's gonna end up blowing it up and it's gonna turn to water. No. He fucking blows it up, turns to steam and giant pieces of ice flying everywhere, you know. Exactly. So but yeah, the I the ice power, number my number two. And then my number one, this is from my family guy people. The the males, <laughs> the long males that Meg comes out, and, and everybody like has those bad bitching powers. Like Brian's super speed, Lois is super strength. Peter has the shape shifting ability. Uh, Stewie has like the giant brain, like he can levitate stuff. Uh, and Chris had the Chris Chris fire, had fire. Um, Chris had fire. He was a pyromaniac. And then you see Meg, who just her nails just grow a little bit. And she, it, I still remember when she they walk into the courtroom and stuff. And they're like, everybody stop this meeting or else. And then one guy goes, or else what? She grows her nails and then she just kind of just picks at him. And he's like, ah, ah, I think you cut me. No, 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 I'm, I'm okay. But ow, that still hurts. So like, <laughs> what kind of freaking power is that? That is a mega power. No, that is the worst power I think to have. So to What me, about Lady Deathstrike? Nah. Nah. You know, like I mean, uh, she grows her nails out, like, but she had adamantium drink. Uh, yeah, but that's a, that's a thing. I'm not talking about the adamantium. I'm talking about freaking Meg over here. <laughs> that was the worst power to have. But okay, well, I mean, either 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 way, what if you sneeze and then like you're you're wiping your ass while you sneeze and your freaking nails go inside your prostate, dude? Come on, dude. You really I'm, I'm sure there's shit? women that deal with that every day. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, with like the freaking claws, freaking claw nails and shit. Yeah. Like this, I don't even know. But, uh, okay, so yeah, the nail thing, like that. No, okay, hell no. And think about it: if your doctor's a has that power, prostate exam. No, thank you. 
I'm okay. I'll be fine. So, okay. right. yeah. So, number three is the stretchy power. Number two is the ice power. And then number one is the nail power. Okay. Not Wolverine, not the claws. The nails. Well, I think Wolverine's actual power was the ability to heal. It just yeah, happens. It just happens like, yeah. Yeah, nails. His, his, uh, his bones can... Can stretch, yeah. They can come out of his body. Alright, so here is Spencer's three up. Number three, super smart. Jimmy Neutron, what's up? Brain blast! <laughs> oh, God. If you can somehow find a sound bite, if we can use it, that'd be awesome. It's like, brain blast! Obviously, if there's no copyright. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And then we already acknowledged that uh, Hector was Carl Weezer and I am Martin Sheen. <laughs> when did we notice? When did we mention this? On the podcast? <laughs> no. Before the podcast, we just said it. Right? I, 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 said I still it. don't believe in Carl Weezer. Hi, <laughs> you? I have no Carl. If the only reason why I'm Carl is because I'm fat and I wear glasses, <laughs> then then no. Do you, do you love llamas? No. <laughs> I never even thought of llamas. So. Honestly, I feel like she is me. Like the way I act and everything. Yeah, that's me. And I have freaking action figures. A nerd that people are surprised get laid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So what's his number two? Uh two, the same powers that Supergirl has. Wouldn't it just be Superman? Like, Tony <laughs> and DNA, I mean, it's not like they're both different. I mean, they, their their power comes from the sun. Yeah, the, the power comes from the. Okay, so the so technically, sun. the uh, the original powers that that Superman had was faster than speeding bullet. Uh, and outrun a train, right? Is that what it was? Faster than a locomotive. Yeah, faster than a locomotive. Leap, leap buildings in a single bound. Yeah, faster than a speeding bullet. And then the man is still like. like you can stop the speeding bullet. Yeah, and then they just started adding more powers to him. I, I think at one point he had beat like vision. Beat, beat vision. Heat vision. No, there was also a point where he had beat vision. I don't think that was Superman. I think that was, that was Simpsons or no, something. That was, that was... There's a comic book. Superman oh, has beat vision. Oh, God. <laughs> well, he has extra vision. Wait, let, let's, let's see this. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was like a random comic book. I need to be careful, though, because I... <laughs> How about we don't research this one real quick, bro? No, I'm in too deep now. That's what she said. Oh, that that didn't happen. Oh no, that's not it. I'm telling you, it wasn't. It wasn't Superman. It was either a Simpsons. Parody I am so glad nothing pornographic dropped. Or Family Guy. Uh, I am so so glad nothing pornographic popped up. Uh, Okay, so maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe not. Bro, it did not. That's what I'm saying. But okay, so he wants Superman power. All right. Now, I guess out of all of them. I mean, all right. And then number one, the power to mimic and sustain the powers of any superhero I come in contact with. So basically, you want to be rogue, Spencer. Yeah, you want to be rogue. Yeah. The, the killer kiss. I'm, I'm sorry, but you, you just don't have that sexiness, bro. I'm sorry. I mean, he could be a Southern male. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Like, is it rogue from like Mississippi or something? What was it? Louisiana. Louisiana? Yeah, from like Gamb- Gambit's from Louisiana. And I guess rogue, they made her that kind of way too. But I don't know. 
Maybe. Maybe it was Tennessee or something. I don't fucking know. Maybe. I just remember she had that that that, that little southern accent. <laughs> that was Gambit. I swear. He was Cajun. Exactly. He had that southern accent. He had. He was Cajun. He had the Cajun accent. So did so did Rogue. Rogue had a southern accent. I don't, accent. Fucking, I don't fucking remember, man. Um, I, well, so my check. I have Disney Plus, and I watched the X Men series. So. Oh shit! Come your tits. But yeah, um. So yeah, he just wants to be Rogue. And that's basically what I'm getting from. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, so that so reiterate Spencer's uh, three up. It's the super smart, super smart. <laughs> I always think super of the smart. office. Yeah. And they're super smart. <laughs> uh, number two, the same powers that Supergirl has, or I guess Superman as well. Alright. Um, and then number one, the power to mimic and sustain the powers of any superheroes I come in contact. Alright. So I feel like that's a Trump part right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> my power is the ability to have all the powers. To have all the powers. And it's like, well, what if I don't have you, any powers? You know what it is? You're that asshole friend that like when we're playing like uh, those like little make believe games and all <laughs> of a sudden points out everything. The, the one that like, oh, I have a shield for that. Like it, it deflects bullets. I'm like, okay, well, I'll shoot you with a fucking laser. I also can deflect laser. Like, I fuck you at this point. <laughs> Even though we didn't use that those yeah, words back yeah. then, I don't know what we used back then. I think maybe I just cried and went home. <laughs> <laughs> playing fair, <laughs> not playing fair. I'm gonna tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what is your uh, top three? My three up. So, number three, uh, the ability to fly. All right. I know it's crazy that I'm put I'm putting that at number three, but I mean, one flying just sounds so badass. Uh, but then also, I'm not thrilled at the idea of anything hitting me in the face while I'm flying. So. You mean bugs? <laughs> like bugs. A, a bird. Can you smile at people? You'll a like, bird or a plane. When you smile at people, you see like bugs coming out. Like, and then also, you gotta be mindful where you're flying because, you know, there's like, you know, you're an unknown flying object is just popping out of nowhere. And next thing they're shooting a bunch of missiles at you. So, so there's that to think about. Improving with Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then also, Fun fact, you don't necessarily need the power to fly because look at Iron Man. <laughs> the power to hold a lot of money so in my wallet. That's my reason for why it's at number three. Number two, uh, super strength. I think that would be completely beneficial. Um, I mean, uh, but yeah, not, I mean, self-explanatory. And then number one, teleportation. All right, that's okay. Because this is why it's number one, because it's better than flying. As long I feel like it has, it, like I feel like it has to be one of those where, like, I I had to have been there in order to get there. Yeah, because I feel like it's just unfair if I could just pop you from mean, in you mean, China. You mean like uh, Goku? Yeah, he just senses he just senses somebody's energy, and all of a sudden. Okay, yeah, that makes that that sounds a lot better. Yeah, like if I, if someone I know is near. Yeah, the fuck you literally teleport like two blocks away. Cause I live like right there. <laughs> two blocks? You think that's two blocks or a block? Front. Not even a block, maybe just down the street. Okay, just down the street, then. Just... You're not the only friend I have, Edward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to teleport. Yo, Spencer, how, where, where are you at with the episode? <laughs> yo, Spencer, I'm so sorry. Case. Spencer's in the middle of mixing up the show. I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Damn it, Hector, it tells me not to do that shit. <laughs> That's what he gets for scaring me all the time. He's <laughs> <laughs> scaring you now for damn sure. I don't blame you, bro. You bro, know? man, this audio, bro. bro this is audio. It... Something cut off in the middle of it, man. Yeah, I can't even tell. 
Hector, you know the worst part of it is though, like he's like one of these days, uh, he's like I'm something's actually gonna happen. I'm not gonna believe it. And yeah. the worst part is, the worst part is, I'm still gonna believe it even when he's lying to me, even though he's messing with me. Because obviously, I take the, I'm tr- I don't want this shit to go bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, all right. So to reiterate, your your, uh, your top three, number three, ability to fly. Number two, super strength. And number one, teleportation. All right. So. Here's my number three. My number three, I guess you could say talk to animals. That would be a superpower. Talk to animals, no matter what animal it is, whether it's okay, a fish or a, or a bear. Are you, are you going to try to fish the fish? Yeah, I'm going to try to fish. I'll be like, hey, you guys, I'm actually hungry. Do you mind coming into my skillet real quick? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's going to work. <laughs> you see what I'm <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to die today. <laughs> Be like, hey guys. So. Apparently, not only be able to talk to animals, but uh, apparently I'll, you're God to animals. I have to be like, be like, let's play a game, like fucking jigsaw. <laughs> I don't know, man. It sounds like it sounds more like you want to be God to these animals. No, no. Where they're they're following you on your very command. Nah, I would, I would, I would. I would <laughs> he <not>. asked, shall he? Or he asked, shall he get it? Nah, not like that. No word of Edward. All right. <laughs> so number two. <clears throat> number two would probably be Dragon Ball Z powers. Like the key power of Super Saiyan. Know, like, so you want to be a Saiyan. Super, yeah, turning Super so Saiyan. Say, what, Tien or Krillin? No, fuck no, Yamcha? Hell Yamcha. No. God, no. How many times would I have to die just so I could actually come back just a tiny bit stronger? Hell no. I'd be a would Saiyan, Would you rather bro. be Krillin or Yamcha? I, I, I think Krillin would be the, the winner on that one. I mean, he did get the last laugh. He got an injury. But you know what? No, you know what? Instead of being a full saint, I'd be a half saint. Because half saints apparently are stronger than the full saints. So you'll be a super saint, man. I'll be a super saint. Yeah. Super saint, man. Super saint, man. I'll be the great saint, man. The great saint. And there we go. <laughs> this boy says super it's, it's been, it's wow. been a while since I've watched uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And then my number two is, okay, so for anybody who doesn't know, this is off of My Hero Academia another anime um there's this power that apparently it passes on throughout all the inheritance of the power it's called the uh, one for all so that power basically it has it, it, you basically give it to whoever you wanted to inherit it and once you give it to that person you already know okay i'm gonna end up losing it just not at the moment um so for example the hero gave him a strand of hair and that was enough power to when this kid decided to punch something broke his entire arm now and his leg and his fingers his his whole fucking basically any any wherever he tries to energize that power he tries to uh how do i say this um tries to compress it into that body part at, at the very beginning, he basically breaks it. He breaks his body, and then he has to get healed. But anyways, so that one is basically in cells. Super strength, super speed, um, the power of flight. Basically, it's kind of like the Superman of that world, and he's like the greatest hero of all time. So I would say one for all would be my number one. Is that the, what's his name, Mike guy or Mike? All Might? All Might, yeah. There you go. Oh, hey, look at that. Look at you. Well, it's because, uh, uh, was it, uh, Death Battle? They did Might Guy versus All Might. 
Yeah, but it was all my. It was all my. Well, so. Horror is watching My Hero Academia. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting until they finally have it in dub. So <laughs> they do. They do. We do. On, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Okay, so I might I might start watching yeah. it. Yeah. So in, for those of you who want to know why I rather watch dub than the than the sub, it's because one, I don't want to be fucking any. reading it. You I don't know. care. I don't care that it's dirtier in, in sub. I don't care. I'm not trying to read and and miss out on the fighting scene. Nani? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> what's funny was uh, so because my brother, you know, he he comes he comes here to do his laundry, and uh, <laughs> and like so he was watching my Hero Academia and he's watching it obviously in sub, but you know they're talking in Japanese and he's doing his laundry and then he comes like, damn it, I missed it. It's like has to <laughs> rewind to like to see what it was going on between the dialogue. I know, and I just feels. like looked at him, just like, why did you just li- watch the dub? He's like, because because sub is better. Clearly not, because you had to rewind. <laughs> so uh, I mean, yeah, I'll watch it either way. But yeah, I'm, I'm, that's that would be my 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 hour. So my number three that I would want. <clears throat> damn it, I forgot what I said. Honestly. Talk to um, animal. Talk to animal. There you go. And my number two would be a super saiyan, and then number one. You said half saiyan. Half saiyan. Yeah. You know what? You, you could still turn it to a fucking super saiyan. Anyways, no half saiyan. The half saiyan. The half breed according to Vegeta. No, freaking half beat you and see what's up. Number, <laughs> not that. Not like that. You dirty whore. Now who's the dirty whore? Um, but number the one is having uh all my power one for all. Okay. All right, well, that's the show. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, give a shout out to Unhinged Sports Network. Um, obviously, that's what we're a part of. You can catch us now on Fridays at 11 a.m. Central Time. That's 12 p.m. Eastern Time uh, for California. Um, I'm not going to do that math. Um, <laughs> yes, that's math, apparently. But yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Is that not math? <clears throat> no, it's math. I think it's weird. Two hours ahead. Well, two, hours. two hours ahead of 11 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Pacific. Oh, there you go. Congratulations, California. I just helped you out there. <laughs> Good God. You guys are all over listening to this. Kudos. Kudos. Kudos if you are listening. Good God. <laughs> As you can tell, my friend here he does not wake up early when he doesn't have to. No, nah, I still wake up at 6 in the morning. Anyways. <laughs> um... Shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company ANG Graphics uh, for the logo of Insert Name FC. You can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, it's a.g.graphics with an X. And Edward looks like he's doing the PP dance. Um, once again, follow her on Instagram. Hit her, hit her up if you guys want a logo created. And of course, shout out to the, the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencers. Chick-fil-A player of the year. Um, I'm sure Erling Halan will be very proud of to own that title. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, obviously he's our everything. He's he's the reason why this show sounds so great. He's the reason. Well, he's the reason that we're we're we're, we're gonna hinge just because we sound so damn good. That's really what it is. If you like our beats, if you like how we sound and all that great stuff, well, Spencer's our guy. And if you not not only does he do podcasts, but he also produces music. He does he did some beats for NGU Booby, you know, good friend of ours of the show. So if you guys like our beats and you want more of it, 
Well, hit up our boy Spencer on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, it's at that guy dope. Hit him up so you can do some sort of collaboration because let's face it, if he's doing beats for a podcast, just imagine what he does for a promising musical artist. Hey, dude. But yeah, so that's the show, man. Catch us next week for episode 29, man. We'll find out. Later. My age. <laughs> there you go. My age. Text your age. We'll figure something out. We'll figure something my out. My age. Holy shit. This, is a, this show has now caught up to my age. Shit. Too <laughs> Not really. Don't catch Not... up to mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, so yeah. We're, we're definitely moving up in this world. But yeah, so catch us next week for another great episode. Um, yeah. So, there's that. Yep. So, so catch us next week. Take care, guys. Lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.